Get ye hype, a weary traveler, for what awaits brave Melloc and company tonight? Adventure? Damsels? Only the DM Cody truly knows. Find out with us this evening on Live and Let Dice. <laughs> Welcome to Live and Let Dice. I'm your Dungeon Master, Cody Jahey. Our fellow players are joined by us tonight. Zach as Zevin. Devin. Zanvin. 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 Uh, Zanvin. I have a bone to pick with you on that one, actually. I, I apologize. Um, Devin playing Meloch the Magnificent. Dini playing uh, Stolas. <laughs> and Dean playing Burn Donbrier. Welcome. Last week we made characters. It took a little longer than we expected, but we got everyone through it. We loved it. There is a short intro. Zach, did we post like an abbreviated version? Yeah, of... we, we posted that on the uh, audio feed. And uh, I was going to make a video version, but we didn't finish these drawings until like 10 minutes ago. So oh, yeah. uh, we're going to start with this one for the abridged video, I, which this one should just be the whole session since we already made the characters. Yes. So last week we, uh, we created our characters and we introduced them. Dini was in a library. Um, Devin was playing at a tavern, which Byrne was drinking at, and Zavin was trying his uh, hand at dice. Zanvin. Zanvin. <laughs> I'm gonna write it down. Learn your players' names, Cody. You can read it. It's on your screen, right? I put an I at the end. My own brain. Anyways, they were all just kind of hanging out and received news that their mentor, Gat Garen, had died. Gavin. Karen. It's been a long day for Cody. <laughs> Restart the stream. Restart. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I have this Garen in my name. I might have said Gavin, but it's Garen. It's canon now. Um, it's Garen. Who had passed away? Um, Gavin, Garen, many beloved names among their mentor over many lives. Uh, our troop then set out uh, that night on a boat where they were chased by pirates, gambled, sang, and eventually found their rest at the Drunken Drake, which we meet our players now, walking in to the tavern. So let me get my screen share up here. We also braved a horrible storm, and I swindled uh, some coins, some, some gems from the cook. But not without help. Exactly. So we are joined at the Darkwater Archipelago. Oh, and the Maelstrom. Oh, yes. Slingshotting away from pirates, uh, eventually landing at Fort Megalodon. Uh, the overworld, which we had created today. Gavin's rest. Our heroes enter the tavern and are met by a metal man. Who is? In my notes here, I promise. <laughs> A metal man? A metal man. Go ahead and give me a perception check. We'll see We'll see who knows what. I got a 10, and that is plus, plus 5. I got a 15. Oh, yeah, let me get a character sheet. 15 for me. 15. That's going to come out to an 18 for Meloc. Oh, Meloc, you know what he is. Meloc putting the team on his back. What is he? Standing behind the bar is a Warforged. This large oh. man insoled into his body 
made again as a living construct who is polishing bottles as you enter into his tavern. And he stares at you and looks at you and says, how can I be of service? Well, you could start by pulling up a few wenches and a couple of rounds for me and my friends here. <laughs> uh, he laughs in his deep metallic voice and uh, he says, drinks, food, and I assume lodging. Um, uh, oh, I reckon we might stay the night, yeah. It is dark and it is raining. It has been a very long night for all of you coming into port. Ah, yeah. Sure, sure. And if you take our We're coats and hang them up by the fire, that'd be nice as well. Yes, I have two options for room, one with larger beds, and they both have hearth fires, and one that includes a washroom with smaller beds. I'll take the washroom with the I smaller beds. beds. I'm, I'm nine foot tall. I need a big bed. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dini? What do you, what do you think of this metallic man? Um, yeah, I don't know what to think. It's probably the first time I've ever seen a metallic person before. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't he, get uh, out of it, so. He uh, yeah, pulls she, drinks. She just reads. <laughs> uh, he pulls drinks, uh, gets you stew of the night, and then helps you into your lodgings. Uh, Dean, you sleep on the left, on the bottom down here. Uh, and the rest of you, I guess, assume on the right, with the one with the bathroom. All right. We're nice and clean now. Yes, uh, yeah. the end of the drunken Drake at the very end of the statue has this, uh, or at the very end of the hallway by the bedrooms, there's a statue that's this large black dragon, and in each hand it's holding a mug. And instead of breathing fire, it's trickling ale from its mouth into one cup that falls into another, that eventually falls into a basin where it's recycled back up. My kind of mug. Oh, yeah. My kind of dragon. And <laughs> yeah, you sleep. Into a deep slumber, I would assume. Let's uh, let's have some constitution checks. We'll see how you sleep. Mine is. <laughs> um, I rolled a four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're dead to the world. <laughs> well, you oh, could add your modifier to it, right? Uh, my modifier is yep. plus zero. Oh yeah. All right. I'm I'm just dead to the world. Uh, I think I rolled a six. Oh, you are also uh, dead to the world. Okay. I rolled an eight. Yep. Oh my god, we, we were really a, tired from this. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen, Melok. You hear? Uh, would you assume? You know, by, by the by the moonlight streaming in through the windows is probably maybe two in the morning. You hear the tinkling of armor entering the tavern, which is odd. Curious. Lock the door. What would you like to do? I'm going to sneak my way on down there. Well, uh, first, I'm going to nestle at Zanvin. Zanvin! Zanvin! Wake up! There's curiosities afoot! Yes, my lock. See if he wants to do this with me. Uh, do you have to roll a check to see if I wake up? Uh, no, he is rousing you. Oh, okay, so I am up, I'm ready to go, oh, and, uh, I'm aroused as well. I'm roused and aroused. Oh, oh dear. Uh, <laughs> is that a dagger, or are you happy to see me? Yes, I have, so I have, a, um, I have my daggers, and, uh, I think since this is the middle of the night, I probably only have those, you know, probably all my gears on the wall, so we're yeah. just kind of getting up and investigating. 
Perfect. I'm going to go into stealth and slunk down those stairs. Um, maybe I will. You want a stealth check? I do. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Sorry, I'm adding people to the uh, the board here. May I stealth as well? You may. Okay, let's place this packs. I got. I got a. I got a natural twenty plus eight, so I got a twenty-eight. Shit! Well, you disappeared from this realm of reality. Yeah, I'm actually blinked into a new existence. <laughs> Zanvin, where'd you go? I got a fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, you guys are able to. So, um, Zanvin, you are going to be black on this screen, and right. Melok, I'm going to make you red. I have to forgive my crude drawing here. I you like two it. are able to skulk around the corner where you can see 12 of the local militia sitting at tables drinking ale um, as Terrence, who was the the robot man, the, the warforged, has gone to bed. Uh, the door has been relocked, and standing in the middle of them is this um, about medium-height person uh, wearing a red robe with gold trim who is just standing. He is not armed at all. Okay. However, the town guard is, you know, well-armed. Spears, pikes, swords, shields. Yeah. They're drinking and eating as they stare. Just kind of waiting. Burn is in the yellow here, right? Yes. No. Burn is in the yellow and Stolas is purple. Uh, I'd like to try to sneak in and see if I can rouse Burn. Yeah. So there's such a good bit of stealth. Yeah, you were totally able to, to sneak over and wake him. Uh, Burn, go ahead and give me a dexterity stealth check. To see how how you wake up. <laughs> uh, it's a, dex, dexterity? Yes. Okay. Uh, I rolled a five and my dexterity is 11, so 16. Okay. Well, wait, so what? Maybe be plus. Uh, it's, it's your dexterity uh, modifier. Yes. Oh, oh, then it's plus zero, so a five. Yeah. You, uh, you startle awake uh, as you feel uh, Zavin's hand on you. Um, and then see kind of his his outline. And and I know that uh, Burn is probably you know not the stealthiest person in the group. So I'm gonna have him maybe wait by the door and keep an ear out for us if if we run into trouble. Okay, I got your back, Melok. What are you doing, my dude? I'm trying to get an eyeful of that tinkling armor that I heard. Uh, yeah, so far they are just kind of uh, eating and drinking, and they appear to be waiting patiently for something. Um, the man in the middle... Do I recognize any symbols? Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me... Uh, see, you're actively looking. So go ahead and give me perception as this gentleman okay. walks across the room and behind the bar and disappears out of sight. All right. And that's the that's guy with the just, cloak, right? Correct. That's just going to be a flat 12. Flat 12. So um, you can make out at this closest table to you, Devin... Um, right here kind of in the corner one of the guards who's sitting there uh has the symbol it's like this giant um like jaw outline with teeth on it and with a boat in the middle as if like a this like uh, a shark yeah like a shark like eating a boat almost kind of uh you think it's reminiscent of megalodon and you make the assumption that they are the town guard as for the man walking with them the trim of his clothes and the way he walks just screeches nobility to you However, none of them seem to be taking hold of action. Um, I'm going to go make a grand entrance and introduce myself to the nobility. Oh, yeah. So you catch him probably about halfway across the room. 
uh, as you enter. How how do you make your grand entrance? You, sir, look like a man who appreciates fine things. And I, sir, also happen to be sometimes a purveyor, sometimes a connoisseur of said fine things. Would you allow me to entertain you in your troupe with a song? I have been waiting for you, and I am happy that you are here. I have a proposition, if you would be so kind as to wake the rest of your group. I will oh. get a drink in the meantime, as he continues to walk across the room. Whoa, 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 pleasure before business, sir. Song! You must allow me to play for you. I'm uh, quite good. Persuasion, Devin. He seems to be on a mission. <clears throat> That's gonna be... Uh, modified 14. Uh, yeah, he stops dead in his tracks, and he looks at you and he says, well, I'm never one to pass up entertainment. Uh, he will return and sit uh, at the bar right here. He won't return. I was trained by the great Gavin, you know. Yes, I have heard much of your group in travels, and in fact, I've been waiting for you to arrive. Then let uh, me fucking give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how, how your, let me ask you this, uh, as the other two of you are waiting in the shadows and Meloc, uh, shows himself, Devin, how, how are you controlling this room? All eyes are on you. Um, and because, uh, Zach rolled so high, he is still stealth and burn has not come out of his room yet. Oh, uh, I'm up on the bar. You remember Anchorman? He's yep. doing the jazz flute. Yes. It, I rolled a modified 20, and it is straight up just one of those performances. Um, oh. I don't have a hat, so I take off <laughs> one of my and I set it on the corner of the bar for tips. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you catch all 12 of these men just enthralled as they eat and drink and are merry. Uh, Stolas, you you wake up uh, hearing Meloc's loud melody. Okay. Well, um... <clears throat> I guess I'll go out, at least just to peek by the door, just to see what's going on. Yeah, as soon as you exit, you run in right into Zach. Hello, Stolas. Good to see you. Glad to see that you're awake. Why are you hiding in the shadows? <laughs> because I'm a five-foot, six-inch, scrawny dude. The shadows is all I got. <laughs> but I do have these daggers. Maybe you might want to grab a weapon or two. Okay. If you didn't pay attention, that was my shadow. He's hiding in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Devin, you continue to play um, as this man just helps, or you assume a man. His hood is down over his face. Um, as for tips, uh, yeah, one guard tips you four gold. Nice. Better than nothing. I kind of, I kind of look at the gold and I say. Ah, trinkets, sir. It's more preferred than gold. And now I'm trying to get them all riled up. Oh, I'm uh, trying to get them in it. I'm go trying ahead. to get them involved. Go you ahead. Know, like when the team goes like that. Uh, due, due to your performance, instead of giving me a, per a persuasion check, I think as soon as you say that, he scoops the gold back out and uh, kind of searches through the belongings on him and kind of shrugs and puts in like a corncob pipe uh, in your hat. Oh, uh, the other guards will start clapping. Um, to your song. I love a good smoke. Oh. I shoot him a wink and keep playing. 
uh, he accepts your wink and smiles at you and begins to sing along with you. At which point he, uh, the the man in the cloak begins to clap, like a slow clap, and then uh, the bar begins to quiet down as he kind of puts his hands out and settles everyone down and thanks you for your song. I'm singing about the horrors of the Underdark. <sighs> That's the matter of the time. <laughs> that is very kind of you to share. <laughs> if you would please retrieve your group. It is time for business. All right. I, th I think we're all ready. They're all over there in that corner, and I'm just going to just gonna call them out. The camera just pans. Xanvin, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to step out and I will say good evening, gentlemen. And, uh, uh walk out of the, sh walk out of Burns shadow. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Burns over here. And of course, daggers concealed. Of course, not trying to raise any alarms here. Yeah. You probably right. see them. You don't have to hide them. Are you going to the bar with Devin or where, where would you like to sit? I'm going to take a seat at the back table here in the back right corner where there's none okay. of the guards. Oh, shoot. What color were you? Black. Black. Like a knight. Boom. Melok, do you stay on top of the bar? Oh, no. I'm going to uh, attempt to do a front flip off of it. Dex. <laughs> and uh, so my dex was good. That's going to be a modified 23. Uh, acrobatics, if you let me take acrobatics. Oh, yeah. Okay. Modified 23, and I'm going to... Any of you fellows know any fire magic? I'm going to load up the pipe. Good time for a smoke. I don't see any signs in here saying I can't. Uh, yeah, you jump and do a flip and handspring off one of the chairs as it tumbles to the ground as you gracefully roll and stand up. Uh, hat in hand as you put it on, the, type the pipe tumbles out of the hat into your hand as you settle the hat upon your head. Uh, while no one in the room knows fire magic, one of them will gently walk over to you with a like a like a match and strike it up and uh, hand it to you gently as you take your seat at a table. Do you join Zanvin? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Stolas, what are you up to? <laughs> uh, I, I think I'll take a, a seat as well because I'm a little bit suspicious about all these arms people in here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to sit on the uh, table there to the left. Okay. And, uh, and I'm actually, I'm actually going to stand against the wall between the two tables, okay. uh, looking forward. Nice. I, I assume don't, you, you I have don't feel comfortable enough to let my guard down and sit. Sure. Do you have your? Are you armed or are you just hanging out? Um, I have a, a one of my smaller swords with me, but it's on my hip. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this gentleman will walk across and he will say, thank you. I, uh, I have come to you in the middle of the night on official business. Uh, I, I have heard of your travels and I know that that road is long and dangerous. And uh, he, it was more uh, of an ocean. I'd continue. <laughs> he says, <laughs> I, I do not speak of the travel you have made, but the one that is in front of you to Garen's rest. I know that is why you have come. Uh, for I am I am the one who sent the letters out to all of his post-adventurers that graduated from his class. He, uh, it's a great loss not having him. He uh, then will produce from his pocket uh, four bags that he tosses to each of you. Uh, and you hear the tinkling of coins inside. 
He says, this is a, is a forward payment, if you would indulge me a little bit. Uh, Can I interrupt him? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, who the hell are you? I don't know who you are. You can refer to me tonight as the client. Ooh, does he want to see the baby too? <laughs> uh, he says, I, I have come, and he pulls out from his pocket. Um, it looks like a crystal, on, and it's like uh, wrapped in leather on it. And uh, as he holds it, and he kind of turns from side to side, you can peer it, see it glow when it heads off to the northeast. He says, I'm hiring you for a recovery mission of an asset. If you can gather <laughs> it and bring it back to me, I will give you great riches and some equipment for your travels through the mountains. I will also ensure that you have safe passage, mm. or at least as safe as possible as I can make it. Does he have any baubles on him? Anything interesting looking? He's, um, are you asking him? No, I'm asking you. Oh, me I'm, as I'm checking um, him out. Is there anything curious upon him? The, the most curious thing that you can make out from under his hood is one of his eyes. Um, it's like glowing silver, just his left eye. Um, other than that, his cloak is wrapped around him um, almost as if he's trying to conceal himself as best as possible. I have little interest in your gold, but, uh, well, I might do it for the eyeball. <laughs> uh, he laughs at you. <laughs> Almost mockingly laughs at you. And he says, this, this is not a trinket that I could part with. And then he uh, will clap his gloved hands as the two men closest to you will stand up. And they set down on the table. Uh, a crate, almost like a wine crate, inside of which there are different elixirs and potions that swirl. Um, let's take a look here. So some of them are... Sorry, I got my notes to go through here. Uh, some of them are a deep amber red. Uh, two, and there are eight of them total. In the other crate, there are four potions that are yellow and black that kind of swirl and mix, and then they expand and then contract. And then in the other crate, there are four more that are this cloudy green liquid um, that seems to have something almost solid on top, and then little particles floating in the bottom. Uh, and then he says, I can also offer you more gold or a small trinket of the town, and that is about all I can give you. On rec upon recovery of the asset. How much uh, gold is this? And that's a question for you, Cody. Uh, so in the sacks that he has given you is 50 gold pieces each. Uh, and then he's offering you 200 more each to complete this task along with the potions. Uh, and he has also promised you a cart and a horse that can carry you to Gavin's Rest through the mountains. Hmm. Uh, you, Zanvin, uh, just based off of your passive knowledge, and probably um, Stolas, just based off of your you reading books and kind of taking note of these assets that have been laid out, uh, realize that it's a very, very good deal. That it almost would be more to hire people or to hire a carriage or something like that with food and provisions to get through the mountains than it would be um, otherwise. Yeah, because okay. I'm pretty sure we're all broke right now. <laughs> yes, you are not very. Yeah, we're not doing so well. I got a one <laughs> emerald for all four of us. 
Um, I would say burn, being that you you from the tribes know uh, this region is known for its rain and its mm. thick jungle, and slogging through, you know, the wilderness, and you know, after four or five days of rain, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. So, so having a cart would definitely have its advantages. Oh yeah. Can I use investigation to try to find out more about this uh, this deal that we're trying to, or this thing that we're trying to find for the client? Uh, yeah, you, you can try. He's kind of been vague in general, so I don't think you'd be able to glean much if you did try. Uh, you could try to socially ask him maybe through like persuasion, uh, or deception. Um, hmm. I'll go persuasion because that's the better of the two. Uh, I got a 17 plus two is 19. Okay. What do you say to him specifically? What exactly are you trying to have us do? This is two weeks ago, something was taken from the town of great relevance to us. Um, being that you have been on this island before, I'm sure you've heard of the legends of the floating island. If it is not satisfied, it will bring great harm to our shipping routes. We need you to recover the asset so that we may make a tribute upon it. Okay, I like that. I can I can dig that. Okay. So he, he sets down a contract and this uh, glowing crystal on a necklace, essentially. Uh, and he says, if I could please have your signatures of confidentiality and promise of return of the child immediately upon, you know, finishing your adventure, essentially. Wait, are, uh, are the thing we're finding is the child? <laughs> uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Let that one slip. Did you do that on accident? <laughs> Huzzah. Is that, uh, is that now character knowledge? <laughs> that is now character knowledge because I, the DM, slipped, yes. That is Danvin the rogue right there with uh, a little Damn. bit of insight. Danvin getting all kinds of info. With that 19. <laughs> um, uh, I would like to sign... Uh, does this person know a lot about us or does he kind of just know generals about us generality from I, I will tell you this for free from the way he is talking about you not only is he the one who sent you the letters but he seems to know um garen on a personal level potentially um okay. and he also said others so you are not the only party that has arrived to head to garen's rest i see uh, I guess we'll sign. I'll sign. Yeah, let me. Uh, can I do an intimidation? You could try. Okay. <laughs> I um, will say he has twelve armed guards with him. Well, we have an arm burn with us. So, I mean, I'm not scared. <laughs> what, uh, what's uh, intimidation dexterity? Uh, charisma. Dexterity. <laughs> Somersault over to him. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I rolled uh, with uh, seventeen modifier. Okay. Uh, I just get up. And I sign the paper, but as I'm signing it, I say, if you backstab us, we'll just kill you. <laughs> wow. Uh, his, his response is he says, I'm neither a wizard or a fighter. My power is political, as you can tell by my entourage. Killing me would be only detrimental to yourself. Ooh. Clap back. You tied him for the score. So while your intimidation okay. did not fail, he is also not actively hostile towards you either. Okay. He understands. It's a, a mutual respect of mm -hmm. hostility. Okay. Yeah. 
Stolas? What's up? The assign. What, uh, what are you thinking? I don't really have enough information to feel comfortable with it, but mm-hmm. since everyone else seems to be, you know, okay with, you know, the arrangement and because of, uh, you know, the us getting money out of this in a cart, uh, we have to go that way anyway. I'm going to go ahead and sign it. Okay. And last but not least, Melok, the Magnificent. Yeah. So I'm a little bit uh, curious about this fella, and he doesn't really seem like he's giving us a lot of time to read through all the fine print. So I'm going to try a sleight of hand, and I will sign my sister's name. Sure. <laughs> um, do you want to know her what name the is? Melon. Melon. <laughs> would so you like to know? Close. Would you like to know what the contract says? Like, do you want me to tell you as the DM what's on it? Yeah, I'd love that. Actually, uh, if you didn't. So mind. it's it's actually super plain, but decently tight and binding. It says uh, the company of the four here signed below uh, have agreed to recover the asset in terms for payments that I listed earlier, and it spells everything out. Um, no questions asked, items upon, or cash upon recovery. And then it just has his signature, which is kind of hard to make out because it's like there's really fine swirling letters. Uh, and then Ooh. do you still, would you still like to sign your sister's name or would you like to sign yours? That's it, that's, that's the whole contract? Mm-hmm. Oh, then yeah, I'll sign it. Yeah. You, yeah. He is... I give it a big X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he frowns, and he says, I would think one of your station, being so well-known, Melok, would actually sign his full name. Oh, sir, that is my full name. It's a signature. Don't you know they're all the rage over there? Uh, over there. <laughs> <laughs> Can I... Um, you mentioned that we, we get gold, then we might get potions upon return. Correct. Uh, you you are assured the the potions that I list the three different kinds of potions I listed to you the cart and gold upon return of this asset. Wait, do you I... reckon you could stock us up with potions? Before yeah, we go? can I? Yeah, can I do a maybe a persuasion check? See if we can sure. uh, persuade him to to stock us up a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I got an eighteen plus two is twenty. Uh, yeah, I got a 10. So he looks at you and he says, that that is acceptable. And he pulls one potion of the red potions and gives them to each of you. Oh, wow. Not bad. Hell yeah, I love free potions. Um, what exactly do these potions do? He says, that is an excellent question, wise one. He says, these are potions of healing in game terms. That means that if you drink it as, a, uh, as an action, they heal you 2d4 plus 2. Hit nice. points. So we each get one of those? You each get one of those. Uh, and he says, <clears throat> as a bonus, since you have been so re- receptive and hospitable, I will also throw back in the potions that were I have given to you already. So he's restocking them, essentially. Oh, yeah. oh very nice of you. What a guy. Andrew, um, um, a guy. <laughs> oh, uh, Melok, he also... Um, sets this like stone carved shark on the table for you uh and then Ooh. picks your gold back up and puts it back in his pocket how curious and then he will uh turn 
and say thank you after pulling the contract up, rolling it up, and stuffing it in his cloak. And it billows as he walks out the door, and his entourage leaves with him. Toy. Wow, that was, that was awesome. Nice job, guys. Found a little knowledge, got some potions. Knowledge. Uh, yeah, so you uh, return to slumber as this uh, gentleman leaves uh, and the guards leave. Night passes. Uh, you are all well rested. The beds, you know, on a ship, they're not well built because they're almost built into the ship themselves and they have been, you know, rested on by many other travelers. And the, the ship that you chartered, thankfully, was a nice ish ship, but not like, like low end galley or fisher ship. Uh, but being on land definitely does something for your morale on these nice, like, heather beds. Uh, yeah, and then in the morning, there is bacon and eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and grit. And then uh, Terrence, the the barkeeper, will look at you, Stolas, and he, like, sets out some nuts on the table and then kind of looks confused. And he says, I don't, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not sure what your people eat. As he kind of cocks his head at you. <laughs> I'll just I'll just let that that go. I'll, I'll go ahead. <laughs> they seem pretty good. He nods. And as long yeah. as they're not owl eggs. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about eating eating the eggs. He, he says quail. They're quite small. <laughs> I'm gonna need a lot of quail eggs. <laughs> yeah. How many? Uh, he cooks you. Oh, geez, twelve. That's good. Okay. <laughs> uh, anything that you guys would like to do? So uh, morning has come. Uh, it's early morning, but as it's a major town, uh, which is here, uh, there is you. Wow, I can't talk. I apologize. There are some things you could do in town before you leave. Uh, okay. Mainly, uh, I think parents will kind of tell you about the town, uh, listing off all these different shops. Uh, the Baron's estate, uh, the temple to their god. And then he mentions a bathhouse, which everyone is able to participate in, um, that was made by the college that is on another island, Cloudburst College. It is a, it's a magical place uh, where the waters are always clean, even when you bathe in them. So you almost could drink it. But yeah. Is there anything Ooh, uh, I'm going to go to the, uh, the blacksmith and... Get all my stuff uh, like sharpened, polished. Uh, make sure my armor doesn't have any dents or anything. Perfect. How much gold do you have? Or is this? Or is he gonna do you a favor? I don't know. I guess I can intimidate him into doing it. Um, <laughs> you have on the fifty gold that I just gave you. You also should have eighty gold on top of that. Okay. Did sure anyone else to... not roll starting gold? I don't think we that, I, 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 I don't think you I gave us a certain amount. Yeah, that's useful for me too. Uh, Zach takes seventy, and Dini take a hundred. That is no problem. Oh shit! Devin, you rolled gold, yes? No, I didn't. No. Okay. Uh, you also take a hundred. Cool, cool, cool. And and the fifty oh, that you just gave us. Uh, your 50 was traded out for something more curious. Oh, that's right. That's right. I get my little shark. It's a, it's a stone carved shark. Uh, and it's almost like, um, so I have 120 right now. Cause I got 50 from the man plus 
Correct. Uh, and you you have that gym as well, yes. which you could bargain with. And I'd like to try to uh is there any place in this town that I can pawn this off and get some gold or uh, is there a I see an office, some herbs. I want to go to the smokehouse, maybe get uh, a little bit of tobacco for my good buddy Meloc for hooking me up with the hustle. Okay. For some of that um, lettuce. Yes. So <laughs> you think um Dyla's imports might take it? Okay, yeah, we'll or, go. There. Or the Tinker's house, Terry the Tinker. Yeah, we'll go um, the <coughs> Dean, you're headed off to Altrax Arms and Armor. Yeah. Meloc, are you going anywhere? Oh, Meloc, your shark is worth 50 gold, and it's a carved okay. lapis lazuli into like, the oh, form of a cool. shark. I'm, I want to hit up, I'm interested in the Tinkers and the imports. So okay. I'll probably go Tinkers first. Okay. Uh, Dini, is there anywhere you would like to go? Um, I might actually take uh, check out the uh, alchemy place. Perfect. All right, we'll start with you, Dean, because you uh, went first. Okay. Uh, you hear the ringing of steel in the early mist of the morning, um, as a large, um, not quite as big as you, probably six foot, but the the easiest way to put it is a brick shit house of a man right. uh, is working on a sword, and he sees you and he says, "Ah, welcome." How can I be upset? I need to get my equipment um, serviced. Done. Five gold. Easy. I got five gold for you. Yeah. So he spends the next probably 30, 40 minutes uh, polishing your armor. There's not really any dents. It's well taken care of, being that you're a paladin. Uh, But he'll put some wax on your boots as well to just kind of telling you about the terrain in the area. Um, so if, if while we're traveling on the road, you want to make a nature check, I will give you advantage on that. Cool. As he's kind of telling you about all the rain <clears throat> that the, the jungle gets, uh, he will sharpen your blades and, uh, polish your, the wood of your shield. And yeah, he says, uh, it's fine craftsmanship for a man such as yourself. What would be your name? My name's Burn Dawnbringer. I, if you want something heftier as he taps the sword that he's working on uh, for a, a man of your stature i could i could be of service how big a sword are we talking uh he gestures into his shop um hanging on the wall are all kinds of different armaments and and weapons and arms <laughs> bows uh he pulls a great sword from behind his bar and sets it on the table uh, it has like some runes carved into it. Uh, he pulls another one out, which is probably about the same level of the gear that you already have. And then he pulls out one, and as he sets it on the table, it flares the the runes on it flare to life with like red fire. He says, "It depends how much gold you have." He points to the the long sword. He says, "This one, the plain one, I can give you for eighty gold." Give me one second. Beat those kids. <laughs> uh, he points to the middle one and says it's 120 gold and there has been silver laid into it, uh, which will help you with creatures that have uh, resistances against magic. And then he points to the one that has these uh, red runes that flare to life. And he Ooh. says, and this would be 1200 gold. 1200 gold. Uh, I don't have 1200 gold. Uh, let's see. What about um, 
Damn. Uh, I guess uh, maybe. How about a, a fourth option? I I am listening. Why don't you custom make me a sword? He says, if you can bring me materials, I can do that, or I can scavenge what I have around the shop. All right. How much materials would you need for a, a horse cutting sword? Oh <laughs> he says, well, with your with your frame and stature, I'm pretty sure any blade I give you could cut a horse in half. <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right, let me uh, let me do that. Where uh, where would I uh, find this material? This is well on the far side of the island. There'd be dwarves, and they they deal in ore. I'm sure if you come across them or a trader, they'd be able to sell you something unique. All right. Well, I'll, I'll save my gold for now and take my gear and go. Okay. Uh, he thanks you. And tells you to come back if you ever need anything. Good day. Perfect. Um, Zach, you are yes. headed to where? I'm sorry. I am going to Dahlia's Imports. Oh, and, yes. Uh, using my rogue kit, I'm going to uh, use some of my items here at the shop. Uh, so lizards? They are statues of tigers. Oh, tigers. Tiger King, baby. So I will I will enter this shop and uh, uh, can you describe the shop to me? Yes, as you enter there there is a <laughs> I'll get to her in just a sec. Uh, as you enter the shop, it's almost like going into um, like uh, I guess you guys don't have that where you live. I was gonna say Wonders of the World, where it's just like random imported goods. There are okay. so many that's, crystals. That's yeah. Right, uh, exotic imports of all the different kinds of statues and um, trinkets. Uh, very, very eye-catching. Uh, almost kind of macabre in some ways as well. There's like mummified hands and things. Uh, just random things that you would use to trade or sell uh, in an okay. exotic place like this. Okay, I'll introduce myself as uh, Victor Lofall. Welcome for coming. I am Dalias. She's this uh, tabaxi, for back of a better word for those who play Skyrim. She's a Khajiit. Um, <laughs> and she has these really fine silk robes, lots of ring on every finger of different colors of gems sparkling them. Uh, her ears are pierced multiple times with different gold, silver, uh, platinum rings. And then she wears a heavy gold band around her um, chest. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to use my uh, second identity here uh, in my items. I was given a signet and uh, I'm going to play the character of Victor Lofall. I'm the nephew of a wealthy shipping magistrate and I come uh -huh. to, to trade my emerald, which we picked up from another stop. And we're trying to uh, find some new shops in this region to supply with our goods. And so I'm hoping to yes. maybe persuade her to give me a little bit more than she might give a normal person. Interesting. I am all about the bubbles. However, have you checked in with the Dark Master? He is the one who establishes trade in this town. I have not checked in with Dark Master. She is suspicious of you. Really? That is usually standard procedure for companies reaching out. I'd like to tell her that I'm new to this area and her shop seemed the most attractive. Persuasion. Persuasion. I got a 16. Uh, she believes you. She says, ah, well, I can trade with your goods. 
As for establishing trade to this area, that will be taken up with the Dockmaster. Very well. What bottle has you brought me today? It's an emerald. Uh, very large and very rare, very beautiful. Oh, her eyes go wide. And I believe you said that this was a uh, roughly 50 gold piece emerald in the last uh, yes. episode. And I'd like to see if I can uh, give her the perception of it being maybe like a 80 gold piece. Sure. Uh, while it is large, it is rough cut. So, the, Or it's not even rough cut. It's still like... Um almost encased in a little bit of stone so oh, okay okay if uh that, that's why the price is so low on it if you were to okay. have it cut it would definitely be worth more depending on you know the quality and size of the cut okay. and how many diamonds here but or uh, rubies emeralds wow emeralds. would it be worth to trying to do uh, some perception here or yeah um... so you think um i'll just give it to you as a passive since you had time to look at it and you've held on to it and that kind of thing um, you think that if you were to have it cut, it would almost double in price, okay. or you could break it down and it could quadruple for being multiple different sizes of gym. Okay, so passive insight is how do I do that? Oh, nope, you already got it, you're good. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, so, so I got uh, 80, I think it was 80 gold pieces for, for this uh, item. Yeah, she's she pulls out her little kit. And without even arguing, she agrees to your price. And then I will thank her and tell my uncle of her shop and all the intrigue that it carries. Yes, I will yes. tell the tale of Dalja to my to my people. Have a wonderful day. And if you find any more oddities, please don't hesitate to stop by. Fantastic. And uh, if I can just make one more quick stop to the smokehouse, yes, I uh, will pick up some. Uh, Let's see what they have there. Okay, you enter Seth's home, um, the, the front part of which has been converted into a fish market, and the back half uh, is a smokehouse slash his actual house. Uh, and as you enter, you feel Smoke Shop is a little bit deceptive because he sells smoked meats. Ah. However, tricky, tricky. it smells really good. Smell Fresh good. salmon, some trout. Where's Stolas at? Get some of this trout. Um, well, I'll take a look. Let's see. Uh, I think someone's headphones unconnected. Maybe. Oh, okay, there we go. Uh, I will take a look and uh, take a look around. And um, is this like a meat market where you can buy just cuts of meat, or is the meat already? More I guess it's like a smokehouse, a... so it's kind of like a like a barbecue <laughs> restaurant, I guess. Yeah, you walk in, and behind this uh, counter is this kind of withered old man named Seth. Okay. Uh, he tells you his family lives with him, and he thanks you for coming in. Um, hanging kind of from the rafters are different smoked meats. He has some that are wrapped for the road. He has, like, full displays of cuts of salmon okay. that are in a case. So We'll uh, we'll take some, some food for the road. Yeah. Um, I want to stock up on some rations here. Oh, yes, I I could do that for you. And he uh, begins to kind of wrap in different kinds of leaves and smother them with salt and herbs to kind of help them be more preserved. Okay. Um, and he, he would charge a 10 gold for five days worth of rations of dried fish. And that's for one person? Yes, that's for one person. I'll do four times that. Okay. So, so for the party. Yep. Okay, so 20 gold total. 
All right, so that's uh, no problem. I'm not even going to attempt to. That's uh, a fantastic deal. I'm not even yeah. going to attempt to insult this man. He also offers you samples, uh, different okay. kinds, smoked meats that he has. He has some sausage and some other stuff too. Okay. So he kind of diversifies. It. It's not just fish. Okay, cool. So I'm at 180 gold, and uh, that'll be the end of my uh, adventures in the town. Perfect. Uh, is it Stolas or Melok next? I don't remember. Either of them have gone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll go. Okay, perfect. Stolas. You're going to Varuk's Herbs and Alchemy. Um, yes, so as you enter, uh, it's very neat. It's probably the best words. There are, it's a whole wall full of plants. There's a whole wall full of like bottled uh, ointments and tinctures and potions um there is an older half orc woman uh with like full tribal face paint who is like trimming a small bonsai tree uh who greets you as you enter and she says welcome to Farouk's herbs and alchemy how may i be of service um well i'm actually kind of interested in the quality of these uh herbs that you have so uh, could you tell me a little bit about maybe the area where you cultivate these items? Yes, uh, some of them are gathered at sea, depending on which tinctures or ointments I need to make. Many of them are gathered from the forest by my own hands. Uh, my son was with me until he was killed on the road by bandits, but I tend to all of these plants and cultivate them to myself and assure the highest quality that I can at my age. Okay, so uh, what kind of um, what kind of herbs and or potions do you maybe have here? Uh, I, I specialize mostly in healing ointments. Um, I do some that will keep you from being poisoned from the indigenous plants and yanti snake men out there. Um, many different antidotes for burns, abrasions, uh, just about everything you could think of. Okay. Um, do you maybe have anything for me and my group of uh, adventurers who are going to be heading out here pretty soon? Yes, yes, of course. I can get you a travel bundle for about 80 gold. That would do various things. Maybe a couple antidotes. I can get you some salves that heal wounds upon contact. I have bandages. I have like, healing plants you can wrap around that will heal better over time. I have many things. Would you like a traveling kit? I would like a traveling kit. Okay. Uh, so for 80 gold, Stolas, uh, she will give you... Let me write this down so I don't forget. So she will give you two antidotes for, for poison. Okay. Uh, she will give you a jar of salve um, that will heal 1d4 points, and it has five uses. And then she gives you um, one vial, so single use of, um, what is it? Uh, it basically will bring you back from unconsciousness if you were like asleep or knocked out. Understand. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yeah. So if you are 
put to sleep by poison, it will essentially neutralize those effects. Smell like salt. <laughs> okay. And that's what you get for 80 gold. 80 gold? Hey, man. You know, cleaner. Yeah, but the salve, you can <laughs> Yeah, five uses in 1d4. Not too bad for like one. Call, just because the engine, I'm going to steal that shit. <laughs> yeah, 100% down. Uh, anything else you'd like to do, Stolas? Um, let's see. Um, just out of curiosity, is are there any other items that you have in here that would be worth uh, around the 20, 20 gold I have left? Uh, she takes a look around, uh, and she can sell you a medical kit. Um, that will automatically, so it's one kit, you use it on a downed player, and it brings them back to one health. So instead of having Ooh. to make like a medicine check or use healing, that's just what it does. That sounds useful. So, also Phoenix Dome. <laughs> that's actually a Phoenix Dome. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what, I'll just go ahead and, and take that too, just in case. Perfect. Yeah, she wraps it up and hands it to you in a handmade tote that says Brooks Herbs and Alchemy on it. Oh, but it really it's so it has her, Hell yeah. It has her symbol on it. Environmentally cool. <laughs> DA210 in the chat says it's a rare day when a paladin suggests stealing. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm a knight of the realm, too. I shouldn't. He's seen how good I am at it, so he wants to. Actually, I That's how good you are at it. Well, I'm actually, I'm actually thinking of uh, handing some of this stuff off to our paladin anyway. So. Yeah, me too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Anything thank else? Oh, uh, <coughs> no, thank you. I appreciate it. Perfect. Uh, she thanks you and tells you to have a wonderful day. Uh, feel free to add tote bag to your inventory. Uh, Malak the Magnificent. Where are we headed, good sir? Right to Terry's Tinkers. Oh, yes. Terry the Gnome. Ah! Perfect. You enter Terry's shops, and there are all kinds of different gear winds and whiz boppers and whistles. <laughs> Some didgeridoos. Yeah. There's no didgeridoos. I'm sorry. She holds a finger up to you as she's putting back together this watch. And she says, I would be with you in one minute. And she's like, screwdriver. And she's like, trying to put it back together. And oh, she fails her check. The eponymous Mary. I don't heed her telling me to stop at all. Yeah. I'm just jumping right in at it. <laughs> and as she's turning the the last screw, the entire pocket watch she's working on just explodes into gears and springs and everything going everywhere and a little bit of oil sports on her face and she looks up at you a little bit perturbed. She says, welcome to Terry's Tinkers. How can I be of service? Hey, it's so... You just leave? Good to me. And I'm going to just start back. I'm just the whole time while I... One more time, Doug. I'm, I'm looking around trying to soak up anything interesting looking around trying to oh, soak up anything yeah. interesting that i might see around the whole time i'm talking to our race of genetic trees and just fucking trying to really draw her out 
I'm trying to get the oh cool. She will kind of wipe her hands on her on her apron as you talk and get down from the stool. Um, and as she's behind the bar that was made too high for her, you think this maybe was a human house before she bought it. Um, you're able to to look at some curious things. So there is a rope uh, device. It looks like a pole and it has a rope spool on it. And there's a harpoon loaded into it, uh, which you would recognize as like a, like a mechanical harpoon gun, maybe a little bit too big for you. There is um, some some interesting pocket watches to help time. Um, and on top of that, there's like a compass built into the face of it as well. So you can flip it over and either tell what time of day it is or flip it over the other direction. There's a compass. Um, there is a small spear that actually can contract to be a dagger. And then when you tap the button, it fully expands into a spear. And you find this out by touching it. You touch it and it just goes and lands on the floor. Uh, and then you also wow. see there is a wrist mounted crossbow. Ooh. Ooh. So is there anything? Oh, what a thing. I'm like just going to talk pocket? for. Well, I, I was just about to say, I'm going to be talking to her about the spear in one hand, and uh, I'm super curious, and I pick up that compass watch, and as I'm talking to her about this spear in my pocket and borrow it, okay. uh, would you want me to roll a um, sleight of hand for that? Yeah, go ahead and roll it with advantage, because she's walking around the bar in the meantime while you're kind of talking, and this you have this giant, well, I guess to you, it's a you know it's a normal-sized spear to a person, but it's bigger than what you could actually hold. Um, as it expands in your hand. Okay. So, and, so yeah, that's so going to be a modified 24. My... Uh, yeah, 19. I did not beat it. Yeah, you can add cool. uh, Pocket Watch slash Compass to your inventory if you'd like. Nice. Uh, and okay, she Pocket kind Watch. of looks at you and like gently... Yes, you, you slide it into one of your pockets to borrow it. <laughs> Uh, as it's a mm -hmm. curious object, um, and she gently will take the spear from your hand and ask you how she can be of service. How can I be of service to you today, good sir? As she looks at you. Oh, it's not how you can be of service to me, my dear. I have already blessed you. You are in the presence of Meloc the Magnificent. You are welcome. Charisma, my good dude. Uh, but also, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to check out that spear gun. Uh, she says, yes, yes, it's used for fishing mainly. Uh, she picks it up off the rack and she says, if you would follow me. Uh, she walks the rack around the That's counter and there's like a large... Oh, yeah. She is... Yeah, she's warming up to you pretty well. Seeing that you're a nice person in general. Um, <laughs> right? So she takes you back behind the counter and in through what was an old horse stall and she has a target and she sets it against kind of the, the horse stall fence and uh, puts both of her legs on it and pulls back on the crossbow mechanism mounted to it that kind of folds out and then she says, yeah, just click right here as there's a trigger on the bottom and she kind of holds your back and she says, careful, there's some backlash. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, make an attack roll with dexterity, please. Uh, but not proficiency. Okay. Just add my dex modifier to it? Yes, sir. D20 plus dex. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, that's going to be a 12. Okay. Oof. 
You rolled higher than 10. That's what we were looking for. 12. Uh, it's, oh. it's almost like, in to put it in modern terms, it's like when you let someone shoot a shotgun for the first time and you load in like double lot buck to it and you see their whole shoulder kick back. It's like that, except you're so small. So it like violently just shakes your whole body as this giant um, barbed spear shoots off the end of it. And not only does it hit the wood of the, uh, the outside of this old barn, but it actually penetrates in. And as she starts to reel, it you can see the wood on the outside start to concave in until it eventually snaps off and she reels it back in. Well, I don't think that's very practical. What do you think? <laughs> she says, not, not for folk of our size. How about However, that? Go ahead. Any suggestions from you? She says, yes, I see that you have an instrument instrument upon your back. Do you not? Devin? Several. Yes. Yeah. What what kind do you play mainly? The flute. Ah yes, yes. She uh she just leaves the spear gun where it's at. I I can, sorry, there's a little bit yeah. of a delay maybe. Let me uh Melloc, I'm gonna remove you real quick and then bounce you back in. Okay, try that. Did it work? Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. Yeah, so she's uh, she removes you from the back room and leaves the spear gun where it's at, and she brings you to the counter, and she pulls out two things. One, she pulls out a very fine loot case. Uh, she will explain to you that it's waterproof, so your instrument cannot be hurt. She said it's strong enough for you to stand on, and it will float when it hits very the water. Very useful. Uh, and then she pulls out a tuning fork and sets it on. I'll take it. A little device. <laughs> Which one? The loot case or the tuning fork, Devin? Uh oh. Uh oh. It's frozen. It's frozen in time. Oh. Wait, did he drop out? Maybe. Not like you're you're uh, lagging a bit. <laughs> Devin, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop you from the stream. Uh, click that link and come back in, okay? Let me... Technical difficulties. Everyone, roll a d20. I rolled a three. Well, do you want me to roll? Yeah, everyone. I rolled a seven. Oh, so a nine. Nine. Damn. You find a shiny gold piece on the ground. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh. What a guy! Right, and it's like perfectly like it was almost just minted, and someone just dropped it in their drunken slumber in the mud. But it's just shiny, hanging out there as you're kind of going to rejoin the group. Oh uh, yeah! Whoa. whoa! Sorry, infinite screens. Uh, all right. So we'll wait for uh. Is this um, like a gold, like something, or like just gold? It's just gold. Okay, cool. So I can just uh, add it to my pouch. Zavin, as you're walking, since you rolled the lowest, Zavin. Zavin, dang it. Take one gold from me messing up. Just kind of uh, fudge, or fudge. Right. 
Wow. All right, so I am at uh, with minus one gold, one seventy nine gold. Uh, you you also notice as if everywhere you're walking, as if the wind is just pounding you. It kind of looks cool though from a distance because you get the full like cape flourish. Uh-huh. So, Stellas, you rolled in the middle, which means nothing bad happens, nor does anything good happen. However. You find the well house, and there's a wishing well. Ooh, a wishing well. I like that. Damn. Well, I mean, I guess that would be uh, awesome if I had any money to throw in there. I could give uh, you give a good... anything in you want: rocks, grass, feather, oh, okay. anything you want. Okay. Um. Oh, that seems a little silly, but I guess uh, since I don't have anything, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll toss his little stone in there. Yeah. I'll try to find the nicest one I can at least. So tonight, at any point you'd like, you have a 1d4 that you can add to any roll, but it only lasts for tonight. Wow, that is pretty cool. Devin, <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be. I lost the internet completely. So. Oh, no. Yes. You're on okay. my phone right now. How much did you hear, my dude? None of it. Okay. So <laughs> you were offering him a tuning fork or a yes. uh... So she she brings you back around the counter and she shows you this yeah. super nice loot case. Um she says it's waterproof. The loot sounded awesome. Yes, the loot case it's a case though. For your loot. Oh, okay. Uh she says oh, okay. that it's strong enough for you to stand on. It has a secret pouch inside where you could hide things. Uh, it also will float when it hits water. And then the second thing she pulls out is a small triangular device, and she sets a tuning fork on it, and then clicks it from one side, and it begins to tick-tock back and forth uh, as a metronome. And she says, once the metronome is started, it will not stop until you stop it, or if you drop it. Well, thank you. I'll take it. I'll take uh, them both. Very says, kind of you. The the case is a hundred gold. And the metronome is fifty gold. Still with us? All my shit's. I don't think he has any gold. Oh, he does. While he's considering, uh, I guess I will. Uh, I'll go in and meet back up with Burn and ask him to carry some of the uh, the gear that we picked up for the uh, adventure that we're about to partake in. Nice. I agree to help carry. Can I also drop a coin into the wishing well? You can. I will drop one coin into the wishing well to bring me to 178. You may also get a D4 a... at any point tonight. That is. What's a D4? One of the dice? Yep. Yeah, it's the triangle so, one. Okay. Pyramid dice, and you can add it to any roll tonight. One-time use. So if you were to roll like a d20 uh, for an attack and you rolled kind of low, you could roll the d4 and add it to it one time. Cool. Okay, well, I'll throw uh, the gold piece I just found on the ground. I'll throw that in the well. Oh, ho, ho. yours is also a d4, my dude. Nice. It's like winning the lottery. There's yeah. lottery tickets to the Devin right. said he's restarting his laptop, then he'll jump back in. Okay. Um, 
want to continue, or would you like to take? Yeah, time? he said to go ahead and finish the scene for him with um, the. Uh... Well, I heard from my good buddy Zanvin about Seth's smokehouse, and I want some smoked meats. Damn it! Well, dude, yeah, you you go back into the same withered old Seth who's there. And he sees your Goliath form and kind of shrieks a little bit. And as you enter, the ceilings aren't, they're like six foot ceilings it's in the in the smoke shop, almost as if it's a poor addition to his actual house. So yeah. you're kind of like crouching a little bit, not hit the roof. Uh, and he starts screaming, giant! And trying to find a way out from behind the bar as he sees you. I'm just like, how rude. Like, can I talk to a manager? This is <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> I, uh, I I inform him I'm a knight of the realm and he should not be afraid, and I'm just here to buy some goods. Oh, yeah, on the house, good sir. What can I get for you? As he kind of cowers behind his bar, quaking. Oh, well, I'm not afraid to take anything for free. I'm also a knight of the realm, so it happens quite a bit. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just I get some uh, some like beef jerky for me and then i'm also gonna pick up some uh, smoked fish for stolas yeah um, awesome. you're able she's to only had nuts. she didn't eat the chicken on the boat she <laughs> <didn't have> like, <laughs> she she's that. very hungry yeah uh, I so. <laughs> you're able to grab three pieces of beef jerky and a whole smoked fish for stolas and then on your way out um as you're kind of leaving the shop the salami get, or the sausage on a rope gets wrapped around your neck Oh. Almost as if it's strangling you. As you pull free of it, uh, you also get a string of sausage. Um, <laughs> almost like one of those like Hawaiian lays that just yeah, kind of yeah, sausages. Yeah. Sausage guys, that tradition now. Yeah. Um, I'd like to uh, to meet up with Meloc in the uh, in the Tinker's uh, house. Yes, he Maybe has. Maybe walk in and see what what's going on with them with the uh, loot case. He has purchased this loot case for his loot, I'm assuming. Um, he said he wanted it. It's 60 gold. It's not too bad. Um, How much was the tuning fork? The tuning fork was 40 gold. 100 gold for both. Yeah, yeah, I took both. It, it's a metronome, not just a tuning fork. Yeah. Can I see if there's any cool wares that uh, might interest me? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Terry uh, sees that, recognizes that you're a friend of Melox and says, well, welcome. Uh, she will point out on the wall there is an arm-mounted crossbow and a dagger that can turn into a spear or back to a dagger. Oh, Ooh, I'm, I'm taking the spear dagger. That sounds fucking incredible. How much right. is the spear dagger? The spear dagger is 150 gold. Oof. This is a little hefty, but hey. Um, spear slash dagger combo. And uh, that fucking thing was 1,200 gold. <laughs> well, it's not magical though. <laughs> Mechanical. Wow, 150 gold. Do you even have 150 gold? First off, I have 178 gold. Okay, okay. Cool. Coming at me with that. Uh, and I'm actually not going to give you a ration for that remark. So I'm just, <laughs> it's just munching on the uh, side. Can I use investigation to maybe find out more about this uh, this uh, this weapon here? Maybe just uh, yeah. acquire a little bit more? Yeah, so you look at it and it appears to be uh, like a collapsible staff inside the hilt of the dagger. Uh, it's it would be more classified as a short spear, uh, but you know instead of being that five foot point, it's more like four or three. But it folds down to be like a dagger, though, right? Like, it does, yes. It's a it over have, uh, so in 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 dagger form, it does dagger damage, or okay. you can expand it to use it as the spear stats in the player's oh, handbook. Okay, okay, yeah. 
Uh, let me. <clears throat> she wants one fifty for it. Yes. I would like to persuade her to take one twenty-five. I'd like to maybe have it a little bit. Ooh, yeah. Go ahead and go for it. Uh, <laughs> I got a seventeen plus two, so nineteen. I got eighteen plus five. Twenty-three. Ah, damn it. Okay, I'll pay the one fifty. So I'm okay. down to uh, one tw- or uh, twenty-eight gold. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so I on your sheet, I would add like dagger slash spear. And yeah, then... so I have uh, a rapier, a short sword, two daggers, and a spear dagger. A dagger. Nice. nice. Anything All else? Right, well, I'm, I'm good. I'm good here. Okay. I'm ready to start Definitely my journey. Yeah, yeah, I am. While he's uh, talking to her, I might just try to borrow a couple more watches. They're really interesting. I haven't seen them before. <laughs> uh, so the watches are like right next to the spear rack uh, in, in description the way that I laid it out. Uh, so you would be in line of sight of her. Oh, then maybe, well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'm okay. not borrowing anything. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just saying. So it's not going to be disadvantage or anything. You, it would. She is kind of aware of what is happening in her shop. Okay. So well, then as we're as I'm, I'm going to walk out the shop and, uh, you know, I got my loot in the back and I'm going to strap on this new compass watch and probably just fuck around with that for a little bit. Follow oh, Xander around. You spin in a circle, Xander, and it. Uh, you you spin in a circle and you look at your watch and it tells you that it is now eight o'clock in the morning. All right. Uh, and then as you flip it over, because it's got like a little like U hook on it that you can twist it. As you spin, the compass spins as well. North, south, east, west, what have you. Which direction you're pointing. That's bitching. Um, yeah. So you guys are ready to start your adventure. Yeah, yeah. Kill something. Let's do it. Perfect. So you guys are in Fort Megalodon right here. Uh, the compass is zoom back out here uh it's pointing north uh, excuse me the xanvin as you pull out the crystal and you turn with it you can notice that as you're doing it and kind of waving it it lights up when it hits kind of that northwest point wait which crystal the one that the gentleman last gave me client it's taking us to garen's role oh the client i'm sorry okay yes. that's not true um okay. so it's not. It's taking you by road for a little bit as you begin your journey uh, through the day, and after okay. about four hours of walking, um, it begins to take you off the path. Um, okay. How? What is your marching order? First of all, so who's walking where? I assume Xanvin is in the front since he has the crystal. Of course, I am in the front because I am the stealthiest of the bunch. Are you stealthing? Or are you I'm always, I am always stealthing. Okay, so you, you while traveling, uh, mechanically speaking, you are moving at half of your normal walking pace to continue to go through stealth. Oh, no, I don't do that. That's too slow. Okay. I'll go regular. Okay. <laughs> I rolled really good, though, but I'll go regular. Zanvin. Uh, who is behind Zanvin? Or next to him? Uh, I'm in the very back. I'm watching over everyone, making sure that um, I can see any trouble coming at us or have a good ear behind us. Okay. And I'm on his shoulder. Yeah, I'm right. carrying him. So Stolas is perch. behind me. Could be flying even, I guess. 
Yeah, true. That's true. Oh, don't we have a cart? Should we be? No, no, no. Not we gotta yet. get a cart if we if we get the asset. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so Stolas, this area uh, goes from kind of beaches towards the water, and then it turns into um, island grassland, and then into dense jungle, and then into mountains. Uh, so when leaving Fort Megalodon, uh, it's kind of this road with dense jungles on the side. Um, so are you flying like above with the group? Are you walking with the group? How how would you like to proceed? Um, well, um, unless someone sees some sort of advantage here, uh, let me know to me flying around. I could do that to kind of scope the area out, maybe go ahead for, for a ways. Uh, just to kind of scout, or I can just stick around. So, get a bird's eye. I think that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So Stolas. Nature, what's it called? So I guess Stolas will be the leader of the party, and then I'll be second, then Burn how, and Melloc. How high are you? So, the canopy is probably 80, 60, 80 feet. Nice, big, dense forest, lush. What a. How high are you flying? Are you kind of flying along the road that's clear? Or are you up and above that? Um, I would probably be um, like sticking to where the road is, but higher than the tree line. Okay. So we'll put you at like that 70 feet point. Up. Okay. Uh, Sola, since you're scouting, why don't you give me a uh, perception or investigation rule? Let's see. I'm trying to see which one's better. Okay, uh, it would be perception then. Okay. Uh, that would be a. That would be a twelve. Okay. Sorry, I'm gonna put you guys over here. Stolas. Look at that. There's me. Seventy. Come on. Let me have burn. And Malak. In this drawing, are we moving down towards? Yes, you are okay, moving. Okay, 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 okay direction. perfect. Uh, Stolas, go ahead and give me. Uh, oh, sorry, you said twelve. Uh, yes. So I will have you guys roll initiative. Stolas, you didn't quite make the check to sense <laughs> for danger. Uh, can I check? Can I do the check also, or is that because she's um, like flying? She, she's sure. Sure, I'll give it to you. Okay, my roll. Oh God, it was okay. So that's a perception check. Yes, sir. Uh, four plus five is nine. Okay. Uh, Burn, you are also attentive. Melek, are you playing while walking, or what are you doing? Out of curiosity. Well, I absolutely did a little jaunty little tune, little marching tune, okay. singing about the great deeds of our newly formed party that hasn't actually done shit yet. So I'm probably going to not let you make this check because you are uh, engaged doing something else. Yeah, uh, but Burn, I will allow you to make uh, a perception check as well. Oh, me? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, uh, what's perception? Uh, roll a dice and then add your perception bonus. D20. Uh, it's under skills. Uh, okay. Um, I have a zero modifier. Okay, let's see. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 17. Nice. nice. Uh, you, while listening to Malak's beautiful tone, 
catch a movement to your left and right, and it's quick, oh. and you hear a growl. So oh. go ahead and give me initiative. Um, you were able to catch it, so you will not be surprised when they attack. Oh, okay. shit, this is not good. Uh, as wolves descend upon the party. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> can't warn anybody. Like... Uh, you could tell Melloc to shut up so you can concentrate. <laughs> I will I I will give you this burn. With your check, you have time to warn them so the wolves do not get a surprise round against you. Okay, cool. Uh yeah, let me warn everybody. Um what do you say? I say uh <clears throat> Melloc, quit playing. Um there's something in, in the bushes. I see. I'm going to ready my rapier in my offhand. Swing! Exactly. And that's a 12 for initiative for me. Okay. Uh, oh, I also have to do that? Yep. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Wait, what's in initiative? So, baby's uh, first combat. Yeah. Hey, baby, so, we're doing this. You <laughs> should have... Uh, what's your dex, burn? <clears throat> Oh, uh, 11 with uh, plus zero modifier. Okay, so you don't have an initiative modifier because that's based off of dexterity. What you will okay. do is you will roll a d20 and you will okay. tell me the number and that will determine where you go in combat. Okay. Mine is a 16 <laughs> I roll 12 plus 4. I've got an 8. 16. Oh, I don't have to go very far at all. Uh, what did you get, Burn? A two. Moist. And you got, what was that, Stolas? I'm sorry, eight? Eight, yes. Uh, What is your dexterity, Stolas? Thirteen. What what modifier is that, I'm sorry? Uh, Plus one. Plus one, okay. Dude, I'm so excited. The next time we do this stream, if everything works good with the tech... I'll be able to play like the Pokemon interaction, like. I wish I could get that going today. Zanvin, as the yes. wolves descend upon you, um, they are marked according to the numbers uh, okay. next to you. Okay. It is your turn to go first. What oh, is your right. movement speed? Um, remind me here. Movement speed. Uh, it should be oh, done. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. Uh, my movement speed is. Let's see, where am I finding this at? Should be somewhere in, like top middle, maybe. Top It'll say like move or speed. It's near your your picture at the core information front page. Oh, my move is 30. Okay. So each of these squares is five feet. Oh my god. Okay. Yes. And you can move up to the six squares. Okay. And then I have the uh, mobile feet, so when I make a melee attack against a creature, I don't provoke opportunity attack on oh, the creature. So your speed should be 40. I think that was with the plus 10. Because I was 20 uh, at first, I think. Your variant human, your speed yeah. is 30. Okay, so I'll be at 40 then. Yes, sir. Okay, so, and then also, I have a sneak attack, so I have to hit them first to do the extra 1d6. Uh, yes, so sneak attack is dependent on two things. Sort of. Uh, one, either having advantage by flanking. So if you are close okay. to a team member, like Burn or Melloc, okay. you get to add your sneak attack to one attack. Okay. Uh, or two, if you have surprise or are attacking from stealth. 
Okay, so uh, I can move 40 feet. Um, I'm going to move one square, two squares. I'm going to move next to Burn and maybe okay. go back to back with Burn. To the Stolas right. can fly. And mm -hmm. I mean, she could bounce out of there. And I am a scrawny little little man. Uh, so I'm going to go hang out with Burn. Okay. And, and uh, I'd like to draw my uh, rapier and short sword if I can do that. You can. Okay. Um, would you like to be like diagonal from him? Are you attacking two or one? Or which one are you going for? Uh, the one that he's not facing. So uh, like I said, back to back. With oh, Burn. so you're going to go over here with Melog. Yeah, I'll be at the, like, yeah, kind of like a wolf one. 20. Okay. Just like that, yeah. All right, and would you like to make an attack against wolf one, or are you uh, uh, waiting? I, yeah, sure. I'm not okay. that familiar with the combat, but sure, let's do it. Let's stab this yeah. in the throat. So you, um, to roll, are okay. going to probably want to write this down because it's kind of okay. the same for everyone. Okay. You're going to roll a d20. Okay. You're going to add your dexterity modifier for both of the weapons you currently have. Okay. And then you're going to add your proficiency bonus, um, which is plus two. So what d20. I like to do is add those numbers together so that I have it every time. So it's like d20 plus like six or seven usually, depending on what your score is. So d20 is a 17 on a d20 okay. plus dexterity which is plus four so that's 21 plus two which is 23. perfect yes you were able to hit and since you're within um, range of melloc and burn you can add that extra d6 to your damage oh hell yeah i got a six okay so you rolled a six you will also add your dexterity to damage but not your proficiency bonus wait i'll add my dexterity plus four to the six Correct. So I got a 10. Okay. To the and then you have uh, a bonus action. Because you're using two weapons, Okay. You have a bonus action to attack with it. Okay. Um, on this one, you will do the same roll. So that plus uh, six, I believe, is what you said, to attacking. So you roll your d20 and add six. Okay. So d20, I roll the seven. So that's 13. Okay. That also hits. And um, do I need to add the two also? Uh, yes. Okay, so that's what was it? Seven plus six is thirteen. So fifteen. Oh no, I'm sorry. The the plus six is with your proficiency bonus already added in. So oh, oh okay. Attacks. The dexterity plus two is six. Okay, okay. So that I roll a seven plus six is thirteen. That hits. Uh, with damage with your off weapon being your bonus action, you roll okay. just the dice. You don't add your dex on the second attack. Okay, so that's uh d six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled a three. Perfect. You kill the wolf. Oh, shit. First blood, my dude. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck that wolf. Cat killer. Cat killer. And with that, your turn is over. Wolf king, baby. Uh, Meloc, you are on top of or in Burns' backpack, I would assume, maybe? Over, just... Oh, no. Perched, oh, perched up on his shoulder. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Can I throw so it? is that two wolves right in front of us, that B and that two? Uh, B is, or, is that B burn? That's burn. Okay. So I'm going to cast sleep on wolf number two. Okay. Um, and that's going to be a total of 20 hit points rolled. Is that equal to the equal or greater than the hit points? It is greater than the hit points, yes. Okay. So that creature is now asleep. Okay. 
And I'm going to use my bonus action to give Burn an extra D6 of Bardic Inspiration. Okay. So how that works. Oh, sorry. So first I play a a little tune, a little lullaby, and that's going to put Home Wolf to sleep. And then Burn, I'm just going to be like, you're pretty fucking big. I think you got this. (laughs) So you have an extra D6 that you can add to any of your rolls. So whatever you roll, you can roll a D6 and you got it. Just add it to damage, add it to your attack, whatever. Uh, It lasts for one hour or until used. Oh, How many times yeah. a day did you do that? Um, it didn't actually say in the app that I'm using. I mean, we could reference the PHB. I got you. Um, but it lasts for 10 minutes, not okay. an hour. Oh, I'm but sorry. Basically, basically right. combat. You've got it. You can use it next turn, a couple of turns. But you got it. You got it, buddy. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so I... My move is 30, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I really can't attack any of the... One, two, three, four. Oh, yeah, I can attack wolf number five over here, right? Uh, you got a wolf sleeping right in front of you. Stab that sleeping wolf in the throat. Yep. You it's, it's fucking sleeping. Kill it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm metagaming. He's not really He's not a threat. I'll no. take care of this. Five is a threat. Uh, Devin, you can do that a number of times equal to your charisma modifier per day. Oh, swell. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, yes, Burn, you can attack Wolf Five or Wolf Two. Wolf Two is technically neutralized until attacked. Um, I, I can look up the sleep spell too, just out of curiosity here. But uh, yeah, you can do what you would like. What would you like to do? If we defeat all the other wolves, will that other will wolf twos just stay asleep and we could leave it alone? <coughs> uh, you could, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like killing a wolf if it's asleep. So oh, I'll kill that fucking wolf. <laughs> I'm like wolf. Wolf five. So noble. I'm gonna. Can I jump off his shoulder? I don't want to go over to wolf number five. Uh, you <laughs> turn, but you did not. I know. Move. I'm stuck. I'm stuck on his turn. I'm his I'll go with him. I'm on his shoulder. With my last move, I'll throw you wherever you want to go. Oh, bonus action. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> you, you could step off, Depp, is what I'm saying. I just wouldn't allow you to move since you ended your turn. Okay, cool. I'm just going to light foot it off his shoulder then. Okay. Okay. So that wolf will be asleep for one minute or until attacked. Oh, shit. We got to kill that fucking wolf. We yeah. got time. So each each time you have a turn in combat, it's only technically six seconds. Correct. So oh, one minute is like a couple of turns. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'll stick with Wolf 5. I'll leave Xanvin for the Sleeping Wolf. Yeah, okay. I can take down a Sleeping Wolf, no problem. All right, Burn. Uh, uh, for your first combat as well, uh, you will roll a d20 and add your strength plus two. Okay, strength plus two. So d20, I roll a a 14, then plus three, so 17, and then I got the d6. Uh, Yeah, you you hit, just as a heads up. Oh, okay. Uh, So you don't waste that bardic inspiration. Okay, cool. Um, did you add the plus two in there as well? So it's oh, no. plus two. Yeah, so 14, 15, 16, 17, yeah, 19. Okay, you hit. 
Uh, and you can, uh, just as a heads up, you can always ask to, if you hit with Bardic Inspiration, I can't tell you. You either have to choose to use it or not to use it. Oh, okay. You can choose uh, to use it after the fact, though. Uh, no, I think I think you have to just, just read it. No, after the result, if I tell you if you hit or not, or does he get to choose? So it says you not? can choose to roll it after a D. Let me go back to Bardic Inspiration. Sorry, I didn't read it. Um, yeah, you're fine. Blah, 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 blah. The creature can wait until after it rolls the D20 before deciding to use Bardic Inspiration dice. But must decide before the GM says whether the roll succeeds or fails. Correct. Okay. Right. So yeah, okay. You're good. No worries. We roast him. Don't don't let him off that easy. <laughs> All right. So you hit uh, burn. And which weapon are you using? Uh, I'm using my greatsword. Okay. Um, you... Okay. So you will roll damage on the greatsword and then add your strength modifier to it. Okay. So with the D20. Nope. Um, what is your? It should say on your sheet under weapons what your what kind of weapon you have. Oh, uh, weapon. My long sword. Oh, so my long sword is a plus five, and then an eight. Okay. Right. Yep. You roll a d8. Oh. Oh, which one's the eight? It's kind of like a double pyramid. This guy. Okay. Cool. Is this one. Uh, let me hop over here. I don't know. Oh, no, this has, yeah. No, this has nine. It'll be this guy right here. Let me see. Like oh, okay. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It was a one. Okay, one plus your strength modifier, which is what? Uh, three. So four. Okay. So four damage to wolf five. There we go. Okay, and that's your turn. I didn't uh, kill the wolf. Nope. <laughs> Damn. Wow, the wolves will go. Uh, nothing. Wolf two is asleep, so it can't do anything to you. Stole Wolf three is going to move up to burn next to number five, and they are both going to attack you here, burn. Oh God. Um. Advantage gets a pack tactics. Uh, Cody, we have a question from one of our listeners. He said, Can you crit after the modifiers are added, or is it a base roll only? So it's a base roll only. A critical happens when you roll a d20 and you land on the 20 itself. Like there are 20. Yep. There are some classes where the critical changes, like Warrior, you can roll like between 18 and 19, depending on what level you are. And those count as critical hits too. Right. And that would be uh, double damage on all of the dice that you roll. Thank you for answering that. You're very welcome. Uh, so Wolf 1 <laughs> rolled a 17 to hit you, Burn. Okay. Oh, sorry, Malak. I just saw your answer there. Uh, are you holding your shield or are you using your sword two-handed? Um, well, it's my long sword, so I have my shield. Okay, so your AC is 20 then? Damn, boy. Damn. Or what is your AC? Uh, <laughs> uh, armor class. Yeah, this is 18. 18. Okay, so that one did not hit with a 17. Yay. Uh, and that one misses as well. Oh, I have an image because of pack tactics. Uh, that one also misses. So both the wolves miss you. Uh, 
Wolf 4. We'll move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to try oh to attack you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all being attacked by so many bulls. <laughs> Welcome to D&D, my dude. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. Uh, not a critical, thankfully. And this wolf will strike you for uh, 2d4 plus 2. So 4, 3 is 7, plus 2 is 9 damage. God damn, I'm almost dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is their turn. Stolas, it is your turn. You are 70 feet up. Uh, you see the wolves. One is asleep. Uh, you see Zamvin run over and just utterly eviscerate one. Hell yeah, boy. Uh, Melok could play the tune to put it to sleep. Uh, what would you like to do? You are 70 feet in the air uh, on your current mark. Okay. Um. First off, I got to get at least one of these wolves off Burns back. So um, I think it would probably be number five who's more likely to attack first um so they i mean combat speaking wise each person has a turn the wolves all go on the same turn i see okay gotcha um so now five has the one that hurt me to fuck him up okay um <laughs> i will go ahead and, uh attack um wolf number three i guess okay um I'd like to see if I can use maybe my spear to do so. Uh, so you are 70 feet away from it. I would, if, if it were me, I would suggest uh, casting a cantrip if you have an attack cantrip. Oh, uh, um, your spear can be thrown up to 20 to 60 feet without disadvantage. So spear's probably not the best idea. Okay. Um, geez. Uh, what cantrips did you take as a warlock? Let's see. I have Eldritch Blast and Shield Touch. Okay. So I guess I'll do um, one creature. Uh, Shield Touch. Okay. Let's take a look. Let's, I think Shield Touch has a pretty decent range, if I remember right. It says uh, 120 feet. Yeah, there you go. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, which one do I roll? D20, I guess? Yeah, so you will actually roll your D20 and add your spell attack modifier, which can be found on the, the uh, spell sheet in the top right. While Dini is rolling that, one of the listeners uh, commented, our flanking bonus is a thing. He said he's apologies. He's used to Pathfinder. Uh, yes, yeah, so in it's a DM house rule, technically, uh, for flanking. I like to use it. Um at least on the player side of things, because it gives the players an advantage. Uh, as we grow in level, I will start using it with creatures. But uh, being that you guys are kind of first-time players, not to say that I'm taking it easy, because I'm running these creatures as they are written. But Burns getting this shit wrecked. <laughs> yeah, they're not very... They're glass cannons. Uh, so, yes, yeah, Stolas, you... Uh, yeah, so you roll a d20, and then... Yeah, I got a uh, 15... If that hits, you're hitting wolf three. Nice. So go ahead and roll a d8. Where is that one? Uh, it's the uh, same one that Burn rolled. It looks like a double-sided pyramid. Kind okay, of. got it. I got a two. Okay, you deal wolf number four, two damage. Nice. 
Perfect. Uh, Burn, it's your turn. Okay. Wait, do I get a turn or? Nah, not yet. Goes back to Burn. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, I think I moved Burn out of turn on accident. Yeah. As it was my mistake, we will let it happen as it happens. Okay, I'm gonna Wolf Number Four is the one that almost killed me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit Wolf Four. Okay, you did hit Wolf Five. Uh, it is more injured than Wolf Four, as a heads up. Yeah, more revenge. That's fine. <laughs> That's a bit half Dean. Yeah, I'm gonna attack Wolf Four. Right. Can I use my javelins? Because there's five of them. So javelins are a thrown item uh, with range. Oh. Okay, I don't want to. Th- oh, I see it. Okay, okay, I don't want to throw my javelin. Throw it at Wolf Two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't reach it. Okay, um, all right, I'll just use my long sword again. Okay, are you gonna use it one-handed or two-handed? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna drop my shield and just fucking swing Shit, it. Shit's in the fan. <laughs> yeah, man. Burn is freaking yeah, so out. It goes from what is it like now? D six or D eight? It goes one damage dice higher. I know that. So, oh, it's a plus five. Plus five to hit. So you roll d20 and add, wait, what's your strength? Uh, plus three. Oh, yeah. So plus five to hit when you roll a d20. Okay, d20 is, which one's my d20? Oh, duh. The one I'm using all the time. Okay, so D20, I rolled a... Fuck, I rolled a four. Okay. Plus five for nine. Okay, nine. And you still have the Bardic Inspiration and the D4 from the Wishing Well. Oh, yeah, let me do that. So uh, I'll do the the Bardic Inspiration one. Okay, so go ahead and roll a D6 and add that result to the nine that you have. Fuck, is a one. Okay, that's (laughs) ten. Wasn't a very inspiring bard. <laughs> and you know what? I would have ordered the first time I got a six. So. Can you can you use your um your wish charm from the uh she can <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead and use it because you need to kill these fucking wolves. Fuck, I got one. Hey, that's enough to hit. That's eleven. Okay. Uh so with a versatile, you're going to roll a D10, which is this kind of different pyramided shape. It's got a bunch mm-hmm. of different numbers on it, one through zero. Zero being ten. Um, yeah, you'll roll that, and then you'll add three to it. Okay, I got a nine. Okay, plus three. So twelve. Yeah, you killed wolf four. Hell yeah, yeah dude! Nice. Yeah. You cut you cut its head off as it hits the ground, and all the other wolves uh, howl in rage. Oh. <laughs> uh, now they're angry can turn over or can I uh, uh, still do so something? you you have used what is called an action an action takes place when you are like drinking a potion, casting a spell uh, taking an attack and that kind of changes as we hit higher levels because you can make multiple attacks okay. uh, you don't currently have a bonus action you can take um, your Paladinic healing powers, that uh, pool of healing health you have per day is an action as well. Okay. What you about an ability? Uh, I think that you are tapped for actions right now. Okay. Um, a couple other actions you can take, just as a heads up. You can enter dodging, which takes your whole turn to do. 
Uh, but doing so causes disadvantage for all creatures attacking you. You could take an action to hide if you are obscured or in like uh, or like run around a corner. You could take an action to try and get out of line of sight to hide, okay. um, or you can take what's called a disengage, which basically means uh, the creatures that are close to you that are enemies can't attack you as you move out of combat. Okay, can I do that? Because I only have two health left. So you can't right now because oh, you use the okay. attack action this turn. However, for future turns, you have those options. Okay. Uh, you could move, but they do get what's called an opportunity attack against you, which okay. means they basically get to roll a free attack for you running away. Okay. Um, yeah. That being said, they have two turns before it's their turn. So, right. Sanvin. Yo. It's your turn, my dude. All right. So, uh, Dean killed Wolf 4, so Wolf 3 is at full health, correct? Wolf 3 is at full health. And, and then Wolf 5 has been wounded. Has been wounded, yes. Is it bloodied? Um, it is not bloodied, not quite yet. It's close, okay. though. How many damage, do you recall how many damage he's dealt already to Wolf 5? Uh, you do not recall. Okay. Uh, I am going to, you said these are 5 feet, so 1, 2, 5, 10. I think I did 4 damage to 5. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right here to the square right to right there exactly right there. Yep. And I am going to protect my boy Burn. Okay. They're probably liking Burn because he has all that dried fish all up on him. <laughs> now, so Zach, you are flanking, which means you have an advantage on the attack against Wolf Five. Oh, so yeah. You are roll two d20s and take the highest result. Take the highest. Okay. And I will uh, I will do that. So I'll roll the first one. The, oh god, that's a three. Uh, and the second one is a sixteen on the is a is a sixteen. Yep, and then do I add any bonuses to that? Uh, yeah. So you would normally add your plus. I think yours is plus six, right? Because you have four decks plus two um, proficiency bonus. Yep. So then I'll roll a plus six. So that's twenty-two. So twenty-two is more than enough to hit. So go okay. ahead and you get sneak attack on top of your rapier. Okay. So I, I assume you're using your rapier. So yep, d8, d6 plus dex. One more time. What was that? You will roll a D8 for your rapier. Okay. I rolled the three. And a D6 for sneak attack. Um, and that the, the D8 is how much damage I'm doing, correct? Uh, the D8. And so with sneak attack, you get that as well as damage because you're, you're taking like a opportunity of the situation. Okay. And that's, so that three is an actual three points of damage though at this point. Yes. Three plus the D6. And those together will tell how much damage I'm doing. Plus your dexterity, and then you'll know your total damage. Okay. So the D6 was a 1, so that's a 4. Okay. And then my dex bonus is a 4, so that's an 8. Perfect. And, um, so that kills this wolf. Yeah, okay. Cool. Nice. Uh, you have 5 feet of movement left, so you could move around to Burns front and use your bonus action to attack with your short sword. I will definitely bonus action that hoe. I'll go for <laughs> number 3. I'm gonna bonus action and throw my my javelin at number two. I'm just kidding. I mean, you could, but burns in the way. <laughs> no, well, he's already almost gone. So burns a um, pretty big. Yes. Okay, pretty so I'll attack, I'll attack with my uh, short sword. That's uh, uh, so roll d twenty plus six. Yep. Okay, that's a eighteen plus six is uh, twenty four. Okay, right? that hits. Okay, and then you and will the, just roll uh, just the d six. Just one d6. Okay. I rolled a two, but can I use my wish to add a d4 to that? You can. 
Okay, I'm going to roll the wish, and I rolled another two, so I did a four. Nice. That wolf is now bloodied. Oof. Uh, actually, technically, it's critical. Uh, don't know what that means. Okay. It means it's like one more hand that's dead. Yeah, it, oh, it's pretty yeah, fucked man. up. We, we, yeah, we so you have smashing you. Two, two stages from my end of things, as I can tell bloodied you. Bloodied and then critical. Correct. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, Melok, your turn, my dude. So I am going to use Vicious Mockery as a cantrip and insult wolf number three. I'm going to call it a flea-ridden curmudgeon. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so basically, if it can hear you, um, it has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Not their um, Good choice. Nope. My spell save is 12. Okay. I rolled a 8 plus 1 is 9. All right, so it's going to take 1d4 psychic damage. And that's going to come. Do I get to add my spell attack modifier to that? I do, uh, right? No, so spell attack modifier is when you are rolling to hit. Uh, and unless it specifically says in the spell to add it, you don't add it. Okay, thank you. So it takes 4 damage. Dead. And Ooh, oh, okay. Dude, we are roasting these. You you yeah. insult it so hard it like just cries, <laughs> and then it and the claws are made of rubber. <laughs> its eyes just melt out of its socket as it demoralizes itself to death. Wow. <laughs> I wanted a cool description of the one that I killed. Yeah. I, I was gonna give it to you. Sorry. Uh, you you basically as the wolf like opens its mouth to to lunge at you. You just ram your rapier all the way down oh, and out dude, the other side. Yeah. Right and then the you bung. pull it back out in the one smooth motion as right blood the flips the yes. Now we just have wolf number two. Uh, wolf number away. two, it is the wolf's turns. Uh, oh, Melek, that was your whole action, yes? Or would you like to move? Uh, no, that's it. That's okay. It. Uh, uh, yeah. Wolf number two can't do anything. It's still asleep. <laughs> so that goes to Stolas. We're going to smash this wolf, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to try to destroy it with Eldritch Blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what here we go okay so i got a 17 and i think it says a 1d10 okay um yep 1d10 of force damage okay i got a five nice it is bloodied and now it's awake now he's awake yeah and he's awake but it's not his turn because he was asleep on his turn yep that boy i probably should indicate for you guys it's bloodied uh burn it's your turn um i, can I you can move to it i may i make a suggestion just from healing a potion baby oh yeah so don't Wait. don't use your healing potion as a paladin of first level you have lay on hands which you can heal between one and five hit points per day or per long rest Okay, yeah, let me heal myself then. Okay. Between one and five, how many points would you like to give yourself? Five. Okay, so now, now Lay on Hands has been used for this period, but you heal yourself five points of health. Okay. What you is can... the advantage of doing like one or two? So um, for meta speak here, since we have new players, um, the advantage of it is when someone is down and you get downed by either losing the total amount of health you have or taking enough damage. Well, I guess you are killed outright if you take one and a half times your total health. Yeah. If you are down, you go into what's called death saves, where you roll a d20 and you yeah. have to roll higher than 10. Yeah. So with one hit point, 
technically you don't go negative in hit points, so Burn could really walk over and touch someone, and they are back up, technically. Ah. And then he also has some other things he can do with Lay on Hands, where he can like heal poison <laughs> or disease. Yeah. Cool. Oh, fuck, man, I gotta get my Plorox wipes out now. That sounded nasty. <laughs> oh, man, I was in my shirt. Gonna get Rona through the computer. Uh, You're burn. in a different state. <laughs> if you would like to. Wait, you may still move if you would like to. Uh, burn, just get the fuck out of there, dude. You're not. Yeah, I'm gonna move all the way. Um, just uh, Move behind Zanvin, the savior. Yeah, you did kick a lot of ass just now. Do you want to move into the brush and become like you could t- uh, obscured? That's yeah, hand, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, all the way over there. 30. 25. 30. It can't reach me from there, can it? Uh, it has 40 feet of movement, so no. Okay, good. And it, yeah. Stolas, great job. Burn, great job. Xanfid, it's your turn again. You all right. I could get right next to it. Yeah, I'll do that. Let's let's go let's uh let's go right next to it to the left adjacent. I think I can get to. Uh it looks like you're five oh no, you have forty feet of movement. Yeah. So you can totally get all the way up to it. Yeah, I'll just get right up to it then. Oh, uh, sorry, I made you yellow. And I will uh I will attack. All right. Roll it. Uh you don't get advantage because you're not within range of Melog. Okay. Um so it's just a D twenty plus six. Okay. D20 plus 6 is 15, plus 6 is 21. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And then uh, for the first attack, it's better to use my short sword, right? Or better to use the rapier? Uh, you, uh, in my personal experience playing a rogue, you always, if you are hitting, okay, you can use your sneak attack on either one that hits, but you usually want to add it to the one that does more damage. So 1d8 plus 4 is more. So the rapier? Uh, yeah, it'd be 1d8 plus 6, uh, 1d6. Plus four. For the rapier? Yes. 1d8 for the rapier. 1d6 for sneak attack, plus four for your dexterity. Oh, okay. Okay, so I've hit, I've hit, and then I deal damage. So for the for the rapier, it'll be the d8, correct? Yes. You technically don't have to roll with your modifiers due to what health he is at. Okay, so how does that work? Uh, basically, it's an auto kill because oh, he, has, sure, okay. he has three health left, and your modifier alone is doesn't plus four. Yeah. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. How would you like to kill this wolf? Uh, he's yeah, he's kind of sleepy. I, I don't want to be a, a douche because he didn't really. No, do he's that totally much awake. To us. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a, an honor kill. Just walk up to him and just fucking <laughs> yeah, just real quick. Yeah, you put it out of its misery. It doesn't even have time to whimper. Awesome. Perfect. Dude, fucking MVP of the fight right here. Dude, so, I, I feel like a god right now. Yeah, man. We are now out of combat. Awesome. Um, there are a couple things the party can do. One, you can take healing potions. Two, you could short rest and use hit dice if you wanted to. So that's like taking one to two hours just to kind of take a break. I think that's a smart idea. Burn got pretty I, beat up. so I want to skin the wolves and collect their pelts. Yeah, so go ahead and give me survival, Devin, for that one. Can we eat the wolves? You could, but I wouldn't recommend it. They are okay, gone. I am not I, eating the wolves. It's feral meat. You can't eat that. Devin, so give me a survival check. Is that what you're doing during your short rest? Is um, skinning yeah. these wolves? Okay. Yeah, and I'll, I'll offer up a cure wounds uh, spell to whoever might need it. Burn. 
So survival. Bless you. That's going to be an 11 modified. Okay. You were able to get two pelts uh, worth of. Um, let's see. Let's say this. The first two wolves don't go so hot because, you know, it's kind of not a super high roll. Uh, but. <laughs> In doing so, you have rolled high enough to make two viable pelts that you can later tan and turn into to sell. Okay. Bitchin'. So go ahead and add two raw wolf pelts to your inventory. Okay. Um, cure wounds, Devin. Is that that's the D six, I believe? Uh, let me pull it up real quick, and I'll read it. Let me add my wolf pelts real quick. Sure, man. Uh, Cure Wounds is going to give uh, 1d8 plus my spell casting modifier. So, right. are you... So, Burn, you need you need a, need a hand? Please. All right. Then I'm going to give you... Take five more hit points, pal. You earned it. Hell yeah. Plus your spell yeah. casting modifier, Devin? That's five. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't roll too hot. I'm full okay. healthy, man. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, bud. Uh, Devin, for the spells that you use, if you would please expend your slots uh, on a short rest. I'm on it. Um, I, I'm asking, do you regain some on a short rest? Oh, I'm. You know, it doesn't say that inside of my thing. Um, do I? I'll ask I'm you. Taking, I'm taking a look right now for you, dude. Okay. It does, yeah, it doesn't say how I can regain my slots. Uh, Stolas, what are you up to while you're flying around? Um, well, actually, I think it's probably a better idea to come down for a little bit <laughs> to rest, if that's what you're all doing. Perfect. How would you? How do the three, the other three of you, spend your time resting? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I'm fucking high fiving Zanvin and talking about how <laughs> awesome our kills were. Yeah. I'm going to just uh, kind of grab a log and kind of just doze off for a bit. I think I've earned a rest. Nice. While I was talking to you? Rude. No, after... I know I was listening to your beautiful voice. It was putting me to sleep. Oh, is it a... Giving <laughs> me the stories of my conquering. <laughs> is it possible to give um, Burn a couple items? Yeah, if you'd like to. Yeah, because uh, I bought a bunch of stuff at the store. I forgot to uh, disperse it. <laughs> um, I'd like to give him uh, one antidote. Okay. And that uh, one vial that heals from poison. I think I don't remember what you called it. Yes. Um, so you uh, have a sleeping aid. I have an antidote. Uh, the sleeping aid will, if someone is put to sleep, it wakes them up. The antidotes are for poison. You have a med kit and the, the jar of salve that heals 1d4 points, and it has five uses. So you're giving Burn one of the antidotes for poison? Yeah, one, one of the antidotes, and then I'd like to give him a... Um, I guess it was the, the one that wakes you up from sleep? Yeah. The, the vial called Sleep Aid. Sleep Aid, there you go. Yeah. Yep. All right, Burn, if you want to add those to your inventory, one antidote poison, or um, one antidote for poison, and one antidote for unconsciousness. Cool. Um, I'm also going to give her uh, 
the smoked fish that I got her. Nice. Smoked fish. Wait, is, shield. is Stolas a female or a male? Stolas is male. Oh, nice. Give Stolas a fish. Uh, do you reclaim your shield burn that you dropped? Yeah. I'm going to that up. How, how much fish was that? Uh, it's one whole fish. Uh, one so two, fish. two days rations. Uh, Devin, I have an answer to your question with Barb. So you, at this level, regain all spell slots after a long rest. Um, also, I will remind you, uh, you can cast any Bard spell that you know as a ritual if it is, is tagged as ritual under the spell list. Oh, nifty. What that allows you to do is cast it for free. It just takes the casting time to cast it. Okay. So, just as a heads up, um, while building your character, you might want to take some ritual spells or look for ritual spells because you can learn them um, and cast them ritualistically. Perfect. So you guys spend your time resting, uh, your heads uh, dozing off, healing up your wounds, trading items. Um, as the day progresses, it's about let's see, we left at eight, and you walked for four hours. Um, so it's 10, probably after your short rest, it's about noon. You guys uh, probably you know, eat some fish on your short rest or food that you have. And you are halfway to the caves that you are looking for. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right, guys. Good job. Great combat. I think that was fantastic. Uh, I will have each of you roll a d20. And tell me the number you roll. I got a 13. Okay. I got a nineteen. Okay. I, I just flat roll. Flat roll, yes, sir. I crit it. Nice. So, nice. Burn. Uh, it was a nineteen. Nineteen. Oh man! So three out of four are above the DC that I have set. Uh, what I am doing right now, uh, since we are first-time players, I uh, have a chart full of random encounters. So you could have had another combat. We could have ran into like a mudslide or like difficult terrain, which you'd have to make skill checks on. Because you rolled so high, uh, nothing bad happens to you. In fact, um, uh, which one of you would know the most about nature? Let's say that. Probably Stola. Oh, She's a bird. Uh... <laughs> and she reads books all day. Like a. Oh, yeah, that's true. Let's see, nature? Yeah. I have a two. It's your intelligence modifier. So whoever has the highest intelligence modifier. My intelligence modifier is a plus two. I'm a 14. Mine is a plus one. Okay. Yeah. Mine's also a plus two. All right. So um, Zanvin and Meloc, you notice uh, as you're kind of walking through uh, these dense forests, there are some blackberry bushes and uh you're able to get um, five little cartons full to give it in our, our world's term full of blackberries. Should you want to? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, fuck question, yeah. Snacks. Is there potential? <laughs> they're poisoned blackberries. Uh, they are not poisoned. Um, okay, we'll definitely take the blackberries. They are worth about maybe five gold per carton. So 25 oh, wow. gold total five. if you were to sell them. Okay, cool. So I'll write that down. Five cartons of blackberries. Yep, or you can use them as food ration. Yeah, that's a good idea. If you eat too much, do you still get the runs? Um, I will roll the yes-no dice that I have. No! 
Naharo. Uh, and it's partly cloudy outside. It looks like the rain is um, kind of receding. Um, you get a little bit of sunshine coming in uh, as you continue your trek through the woods. Um, Zanvin, you were able to just kind of keep using the little um, necklace you have with the, the pulsing gym on it to find your way through. Uh, at about dark, you spend the rest of the day walking with no other feral encounters. You come to the opening of a cave mouth, um, inside of which you can hear the echo of high-pitched, angry voices. Oh, that is spooky. Uh, high-pitched, angry voices. I'd like to yell into the cave. Hello. You want to yell into the cave? Yes. Okay. We got burn at full health. I'm not scared of nothing. <laughs> Does anyone else want to do anything out of curiosity? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to shake my head be like, oh, that was a bad idea. I think I'm getting a little caught. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, you have given up the element of surprise that you normally have. Uh, I'm going to go into stealth case. behind burn. <laughs> Mistake, mistakes were made. <laughs> it's all part of the they, they don't have to be oh bad Lord. creepy voices uh you can give me hmm. snakes let, let me tell you this no those aren't snakes stop stop the map we're not in combat yet uh i will give you the chance to give me intelligence all of you uh to recognize the language that is being spoken inside the cave oh i have uh I got a Don't I know languages? Yeah. I'm doing your bottom left, I think. Yeah, my intelligence is not very high, though. Shit. Or I rolled uh, five. You rolled five. What languages does everyone speak? Let me ask that. Uh, speak English. Uh, common, giant, and celestial, and orc. Okay. Um, right. I, I know common, primordial, celestial, and deep speech. <laughs> Bella? <laughs> common, halfling, dwarf, and gnome. In Zambin. Between all of us, we know all, all uh, the goddamn I language. know <laughs> uh, English, or common, and thieves can't. Thieves can't. Okay. Uh, I will say those of you who speak orc can make out some of this language because of the language. Uh, you hear the squeaky, angry voices of goblins that are now curious as to what is young into their cave. We found a fuck up some goblins, boys. On top of that, um, you can kind of see down into oh, this cave uh, as the light proceeds. Who has dark vision? I don't think anyone in our group does. I can actually not see in the dark. See in the Shit, dark? Like at all? Yeah, very inhuman. They, have, they don't have dark vision. Right now? Okay, but... I'm an owl. I don't have dark vision. Lame. Bad Dang. owl. <laughs> Kinder doesn't have dark vision. <laughs> we all pick have dark vision. The only, five, the only races that don't have dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> Every okay. race in this game is dark vision. So I will give you this. Uh, that I have written down your passive perceptions so I can give you more information without having to ask what that is. Uh, the cave darkens as you go through, uh, so you will have disadvantage on 
perception checks as you come into this cave, unless you light a torch, or if you can cast light, or do something of that. The cave uh, starts out 20 feet wide and gets smaller as you go down. Uh, you can see the spray of blood in the uh, as the sun sets, uh, kind of towards the entrance of it. Uh, you can hear the rattling of chains in the distance, this kind of the tangy smell of iron, and that's about it. Sweet. Um, yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I guess I lead the way. Okay. Now it is as you get about 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, can I cast Dancing Light so that we can see? You can. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to do Dancing Lights. Uh, it's concentration, so basically while I'm doing that, that's what I got. But okay. I have four little globes uh, that just pop up and light up for us. Is what kind of light do we want? Four torch-sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs, which is what I'm doing. Okay. And they just hover in the air for as long as I concentrate a uh, 10-foot radius. Uh, dim or bright light? Dim. Dim. Okay. So you still have disadvantage on checks going forward, but now you can at least see within the 10-foot radius. Um, the light that is fading outside, you can see about 15 feet in. Uh, so those of you, uh, are we still keeping in the same marching order? Of I'm going to go in the bag because this looks quite scary. Oh, okay. Actually, no. I'll... I'll... I guess well, I'm gonna I want to chill next to Burn. So I should probably okay. stay in the back because I'm going to cast a shadow behind me if I'm in the front. I, I would assume that Melox likes are over the head. Devin? Yeah, so what I'm doing is each each light is going to be basically positioned because I have four that I can control. They're oh. all going to be basically somewhat in front of you as though you were holding a normal torch. Oh, okay. So just a comfortable, yeah. All right, then I'll still lead the way. Okay, so we have Burn leading the way, followed by... I'll be behind Burn. Sandbin. And then Stellas or Melok. But can you scroll up? I think uh, right I'm, I'm going right to be on Burn's shoulder. One more time, Zanman, I'm sorry. Oh, can you scroll up to where we're at in the cave? Yes. I think you're like, I can't see where we're at in relation to this. Oh, oh sorry. I, I haven't marked it down yet. Oh, so okay, you're okay. just past the blood splatter right here. Oh, no. Kind of where my marker's so at. Am I, am I out of spells, or did I get any back on short rest? You did I, not get I any back on short rest, no. Okay. I didn't even get back partial. No, sir, not yet. I think uh, as you level up higher, you get more abilities. Uh, you get a, a thing called Song of Wrath and Jack of All Trades next level. Uh, okay. But with bards, you're um, you're kind of that mix of a lot of different classes, depending on which tree you take. So I think it depends on whether you take the spellcasting tree or the inspirational tree or the you know damage tree. You know what I mean? The, yeah. The so well i'm going to be doing a lot of vicious mockery coming up hey that's totally fine cantrips are made to be used <laughs> so um yeah i'm sorry so it was burn zanvin meloc and then stolas or stolas then meloc i'm on burn's shoulder okay and then stolas in the back Perfect. Uh, I will give you guys a chance to make perception checks. Um, they will be at disadvantage for sight, but not for hearing. 
That's a d20? Yes, sir. So d20 plus your perception skill. I rolled a Mine six. was two plus five is seven. Okay. I rolled a six. I have plus zero perception. Melox, Stolas? I got a modified nine. I rolled like shit, too. I got a 15. Perfect. So as you guys start to come down, you head towards this rock. Uh, it splits. Um, uh, and the, the light from your, your dancing lights splits off. As you can see back this direction, there are chained wolves that are currently asleep. Oh, um, stab them bitches in the throat. You can't make out how many there are yet. And then in front of you, there is a cow that has just been eviscerated. Uh, as you look closer at it, there's uh, nine teeth marks. There's claws. Looks like there's a couple like small makeshift shivs that have been kind of shoved into it. Uh, and dog bites. And that would be as far as this cave. Now, do you want to go left or continue forward further in? I have a question for you real quick, Cody. Go ahead, Devin. What's up? So I, I have the naturally stealthy thing. Do yeah. I have to roll to go into stealth? Or uh, do I just say that I do it and I do it? Um, yes and no, if that makes sense. You, at any time, because you are so small, provided that you have some form of cover, whether that's a rock, whether that's tall grass, burn, you could hide in burn's cloak, if that makes sense. Okay. You could be obscured and hidden. So it depends on what you want to do. That being said, your role will be separate from the person that you are riding with. So if you are right. hiding on Burn, if Burn is attacked, it has a chance to either jostle you or drop you off or something like that, depending on how hard he's hit or that kind of thing. Can I just stay like right behind Burn and yeah. be in stealth? Because that's, that's kind of my plan right now. That's totally fine. So go ahead and roll a d20 and give me your stealth check since okay. you are kind of dropping back into the shadows behind Burn. All right. Is, uh, I, will, I will also oops. say, from a meta standpoint, you also have a glowing ball of light over your head. Well, it's not over my head. Okay. Where I can is, just move that second ball of light because I can just control him. Just like, okay. boom, right right in front of Burn. So okay. He has two now. I just want um, to give you a heads up. It's going to be a modified 15. 15. Perfect. I will write that down. Is anyone else stealthing? I will stealth. Go ahead and give me that d20. D20 is a 12 plus 8 is 20. Okay. Still lost or burn? Are you making any attempt to be quiet? Uh, yeah, I'll go stealth. Uh, burn, you are at disadvantage because you're in heavy armor. Yeah, I also have a plus zero modifier. So. Okay. <laughs> so two d20s and take the lowest number. Okay, the first one was 17. Second one was nine. Okay. So being due to your size and the armor you're wearing, it is hard for you to try and get in that crouch. But you are attempting to stealth. Okay. And are you trying to stealth? Uh yeah, I don't want to stir anything up. I'll I'll give it a shot. <laughs> okay. So go ahead and roll a D20 and add your stealth skill if you have one or your dexterity. Okay. I got a nine. Okay. Do you have any dexterity to add to that at all? Oh, that was with it added. Okay. Uh, yeah, you as well, uh, being bird folk, kind of find it hard to do, but you're also in the back of the party. Um, 
you do not I, wake the wolves that are sleeping. Uh, go ahead, Devin. Uh, nothing. Go ahead. Oh, as I say, so as you sneak past this rock, you can see that there's a passage that splits back where these wolves are chained up, uh, kind of drifting those globes around Devin, if you will give me that freedom there. Uh, you can kind of make your way back and see that there are four wolves that are sound asleep uh, with no goblin sentries posted there. Uh, as you come this way past the cow, you're able to make out firelight as you peek around the corner, one more chained wolf and one goblin standing by this little spears. How would you like to proceed? Uh, how far? So this is 5, 10, 15, about 20 feet between a goblin and the chained wolf. Yes. So he is kind of uh, facing the fire, so he's not actually looking at you. Okay. Uh, he is either eating or drinking something you can't quite tell in the flickering firelight. Can um, you draw his position? I just want to get an idea of how we can approach it. Yeah, it's going to zoom me out here, but that's all right. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're not... I already made one stupid decision in this fucking cave. I don't want to make another one. Uh, I will say, so I rolled perception, and <laughs> your disturbance was not enough to wrangle up oh, what's okay. going on. Okay. So. That was, I'd like to take this time to apologize to the party. And so he's facing the fire. He's facing the fire. You want to be like right about here, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, so I guess when we attack him, we'd attack him with advantage since he's not really even. Yeah, and and or surprise. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's just one goblin at this point that we can see with the chained wolf. Yes. Sorry, I'm drawing everything in here. No, it's okay. Thank you. That makes it a lot easier to see. Wolf. Wolf. Oh shit! There's a lot of wolves over there. Okay. They are chained up, though. Okay, good. And this one is also chained. It is also sleeping. Okay. Um, let me get a couple checks in here. Neither of them. What was your? Oh, I have your stealth score here. Um, uh, was a twenty. It was a twelve plus an eight. You breaking off from the party and coming kind of into their awareness, Zanvin. They are not aware of you. Okay. So you may proceed how you would like to. I would like to. Um, I guess if I draw, let me ask, a, I guess like a meta question. If I draw my rapier, will that alert him or would it be better to go stealth no, with, the so with your stealth score that we have continued? I have not asked you to roll again yet. Okay. Okay. Um, so you can keep your 20 and we have not technically entered combat. So if you insta kill him without waking the wolf, we do not have to roll initiative for what okay. it's worth. Can I sneak along and continue my stealth, but this time right behind Xander? Xander? Yeah, Zanvin. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Oh, I, I have God. a kid in one of my classes named Xander. And <laughs> Xander bad, Cage, triple X, Zanvin Cage. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess you have to roll for that. Or nope, he, he still has that? his his score is fifteen. Yours is twenty, and neither of them rolled high enough to notice you. Okay. Cool. Um, I think it would be a good idea to try to instant kill this goblin. Yeah. So short, short sword and rapier out. You're gonna try and yep. sneak up and yep. stab him in the throat. Yep. Are we a hundred percent sure that this goblin is gonna want to attack us? Oh, I'm oh yeah, it's a fucking here. goblin. This is so, mutilated corpses all over this place. I, like it could be just be how they live. I will say two things. One, um, for general Dungeons and Dragons rules, technically goblins are an evil race. Okay. So the, the normal humanoids that make up the spectrum of 
creatures are kind of already pre predestined in their their world setting. So you have mm -hmm. elves, dwarves, humans, gnomes, that kind of thing are the folks of the normal races. Mm -hmm. um, there are that's, some exceptions within those. That seems a little bigoted. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way uh, the section is written. Cody, Cody. <laughs> um, would it be do do this? This is a goblin or an orc? I just want to clarify. Goblin. And none of us speak goblin, correct? correct. I speak goblin. goblin. You speak common. I so think Dean you... speaks goblin. Oh, no, I speak orc. I'm sorry. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> and so to, to find this asset that we're looking for, do we know it's in this cave? And like, Because we have the necklace. We're, yeah. We're, okay, okay, okay. It's okay I just want to make sure we're not going to kill this dude and then not be able to find this kid no. or this you, uh, asset. You also, so since we're kind of in this fluid, like right before, you know, almost surprise round-esque situation... You can even attempt to like run up on him and make an intimidation check, like put your sword to his throat or something, or you know, kick him into the fire if you really wanted to. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. DD is a very free game. There's a bucket of spears, you have a lot of options. So you can try and interrogate him quietly if you want. He's the first century. Yeah. That being said, you also could stealth past and try and look down further into the cave. Um, get shot in the butt. Uh, let me see. One more thing, My... meta knowledge. My intimidation is only plus two. Okay. I think I'm gonna try to kill him. Okay. I got I got my boy Melloc behind me. I'm not worried about this. Yeah, I'm here to mop up the mess if anything fucks up. So I will yeah. say meta knowledge wise, um, you can see everything on the map, but that doesn't necessarily your character knows there. So that comes into player knowledge. Oh, I don't even know what half these things on this map is, so I don't know. None That's of totally fine. Okay, so uh I will attempt to kill him. So uh D twenty? D twenty. Uh at advantage because he does not know you're there. Uh, I rolled an 18, and then advantage is a second one, correct? Correct. It gives you a chance to crit, essentially. Okay, I got an 11. So, 18. 18. Yeah, uh, you hit. Okay. And then that's with the B right here, so... So, D8, um, D6, plus your dexterity modifier of 4. So, D8 and a D6. So, let me... The D8. The D8's a double pyramid, right? Correct. Okay, so my D8 is... A six, six, and then my okay. D six is a one, so seven. Okay. Seven plus four. Oh, I'm sorry, eleven. Perfect. Yes. You. Uh, how do you want to kill him? Uh, I'm just gonna go straight up Assassin's Creed, just dagger to the back of the throat. Oh, oh I'm sorry, dagger or rapier? Oh, I'm sorry, rapier. Uh, like you know, like stick it to the back of his throat. He's yeah, facing you... fire, so I'm just gonna stealth kill him. You stick it all the way through his vertebrae in his neck and pull it back out quickly uh, as you use your other hand to gently set the body down. Um, quickly looking over him, he doesn't really have anything of note. There are some crudely made like stone and wood spears. Okay. Uh, you have not woken the wolf that is asleep, and you have insta-killed this guy. Okay, not bad. Not nice. bad. Maybe we can sneak past <clears throat> that wolf. I'm gonna move up and pat uh, Zan. So are there are there two goblins right there, or is it just the one? Just no, the one. W is the wolf. Oh, okay. I thought that black dot was a guy. It's not a goblin. No, oh, it's okay. a barrel of spears. Yeah, it's a right. cool. cool. I will cool. map for the kill. Um, let's next, before before you go, let's have Melok go. He was kind of waiting in the wings. Yeah, sure. Uh, like to do. Uh, so I know that wolves aren't really that tough. What are your rules going to be for called shots? Because it's sleeping and I'm in stealth, so I got advantage. You are in stealth and you have beat it passive. 
So what what uh, describe to me what you would like to do in total. I just want to make a, a called shot, and I just want to sneak up, and I'm going to stab that wolf right through the eye and try to one-hit it with my yeah. rapier. I uh, Normally in this position, I would make you roll at disadvantage, but due to the nature of the situation, I'm going to give you advantage on the check, and okay. it will count as a critical hit when you hit it. Okay. Then that's going to be a 19 to hit this wolf. That hits? Yeah. And then that's going to be nine damage. So critical doubled for 18. Dead. All right, cool. Good job. Oh, shoot. All right. Uh, Burn. Yo. What would you like to do? Zanvin uh, and Nog have taken out the two creatures that are currently over here. Um. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm going to sneak up and around by this rock and try and see what's over it or behind it. Yeah, so uh, the cave opened uh, to this specific rock because it's a small rock you can see over it. There is a dead ogre behind it that was chained oh, up. Ooh. Nasty. Would you like to search? Um, uh, could I search it? If you'd like to. <clears throat> uh, yeah, let me see what it's got. Yeah, so this rock's probably chest high on you, so you're able to easily get up and over and inside. Uh, it's mostly just decaying matter, but go ahead and roll me uh, just a D100. So there are two D10s that are these other pyramid-shaped dice. One will have a single digit on it, and one will have a double digit. Yeah. Go ahead and roll both of those and tell me the double digit first, and then the second one determines what that second digit is. So like I rolled a 30 and a 7 for a total of 37. Okay, it's a 10 and an 8. Okay, so 18. Uh, as you're kind of turning out its pockets, uh, you find four pieces of gold. Nice. And give me one second here to flip in my guide. I will give you something else. Uh, it has a wooden club, which is genuinely useless, and you know. Okay. Uh, torn clothing, some rotting rations. And I should have probably bookmarked that page. There we go. Go ahead and roll D100s again for me, Dean. Okay. Uh, 50 and a 5. Okay, so 55 total. You find... Sorry, I'm trying to find the trinkets page. Doesn't matter. Uh, you find a <laughs> bottle with some sort of liquid inside of it. Uh, as you pull open the cork, it smells like beer. Sweet. Uh, I'll hold on to it. Okay. Stolas, what would you like to do? As you see your friends slowly sneak off and kill, Bird kind of disappears around the corner. <laughs> the firelight illuminates uh, probably this whole area here out to about here. Huh. Um, I mean, there's really nothing in the room from what I understand, so I'm just sort of going to move ahead into like kind of near the the I guess a tunnel just to see if I could see anything. I, I don't think so. Something like right there? Yeah, just about right there. Yeah, um, as you peek around the corner, it's kind of hard for you to make out, uh, but you don't see anything in the tunnel. 
All right, cool. It's clear we don't have to sneak so much. Sandman? Uh, I am going to... Uh, so this little uh, thing that's in front of Stolos to the right, its like it looks like a little rock that's a mm-hmm. boulder blocking a, a walkway, or what is that? So you, uh, kind of the player knowledge again versus meta knowledge, you are not over there, but if you want to sneak up to her, you can sneak down the tunnel and attempt to make a perception check to see if you notice anything yes, out of I will. I will do that. So these little baby squares, so let's see, 5, 10, 15. Oh, you don't have to worry about movement. We're kind of in free form. Movement oh, okay. is not bad. Okay, I will go... Um, I'm going to sneak up kind of right where Stolos is. I'll still have a little bit of cover, and uh, I can roll a stealth again if you need me to. Nope, you're totally fine. Okay, so I'm going to sneak over there, and I will make a perception check on what's going on. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll that for me. Uh, it is still at disadvantage. Okay, so I roll two and take the least. Correct. Lesser one. Okay, so the first one was 17. The second one was 11. And do I get to use my um, bonus? You do. Okay, so it's 16 is, the low, is plus five. Yeah, so you can make out hanging against the wall. There's a little bit of a draft in the cave. Okay. You catch the edge of a blanket that is swirling against this wall, and it's kind of mottled colors while it's dark. Ooh, blanket. Okay. And uh, I guess that's my turn, I think. Sure. Uh, Malak, I took the pleasure of moving up with the group. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. What would you like to do? Um, oh, and um, before I answer you, Devin, uh, Zach, do you tell the group what you see? Yes, I would like to tell the group what I see uh, quietly, though, this time. Okay. I won't be announcing it to the world like last time. Totally fine. Melok, what would you like to do? I'm just going to keep on trooping ahead. Okay. How far down the tunnel do you want to go? Uh, I'm going to stick with the group. I'm not much of a tank, and I'm not really too... Nah, <clears throat> fuck it. I'm a kender, so I'm pretty fearless. I'm going to march as far up as I can. Yeah. Yeah, probably right to that dead body. All right, Malak takes off down the tunnel. Come on, chickens! Are you <laughs> yelling that? No, well, I'll kind of like you know slap someone on the ass and be like, "You lily liver," and sure. then take off. <laughs> so what's your turn? What would you like to do? Uh, I'll um, go, I'll go up ahead. Okay. Check uh, out the dead body, I guess. <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna try and move that rock and see what see what's hiding behind there. Hell sure. Yeah, All right. So as you guys move up, due to the nature of your perception or the stealth rolls that you made, um, as soon as you get to the rock, you... as soon as we get to the rock, uh, as soon as Stolas and Burn kind of traveling together get to the rock, two things happen. One. Burn, you are attacked by a goblin. Oh, fuck. From the sheep. God damn it. <laughs> uh, he critically failed, so I have a table for that. Don't worry about that. Um, I mean, and oh, yes. you can hear a wolf bay in the distance. Uh-oh. Deeper inside of this little area. That's not good. Damn it, I thought there was some treasure back there. So this rock that I have placed on there was actually a sheet hanging against the wall, and because it was so dark, um, you weren't able to see it. It was a secret passage that was kind of hidden back there for like a goblin assault tunnel as another sentry. Oh, okay. Due to your stealth rolls, you set off the goblin inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he critically failed on trying to attack Burn, so he basically lunges out, and as he does so, the sheet is wrapped around him, 
and oh, he's prone on the ground, squirming. So burn. Uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative super quick, everybody. Last, due to being... Am, am I even aware that this is going on? Uh, you hear a scuffle, and then the sound of a wolf going, oh, through the whole I, tunnel. I rolled an 8. Okay. Rolled a 12. I got a 14. Do we apply bonuses to that, or is it just a straight roll? So, uh, you should have what's called a proficiency bonus. Or, I'm, I'm so sorry, not proficiency. Um, An initiative bonus. Yes, thank you, Deb. Initiative. Yeah. Where's that? That is based off of dexterity. Oh, okay. That's so it should fun. be where your where your AC and speed and all your main stuff is, like your HP. should be right oh. up there next to that. Cool. Uh, so, that would make mine a 15. Okay. Wait, 15. I, don't see, I don't see the initiative. I see hit points, AC, armor, dex. It's to the oh, right. Oh, okay. I see it. Plus four. So my eight is a 12. I'm sorry. So I think me and Burn tied. Uh, yeah, I, I have a plus zero on my dexterity. So. Thanks, guys. Uh, Stolas, I got an 11. What did you roll, Stolas? Um, well, I rolled a 14, but my, uh, I guess, initiative bonus is a plus one. Okay, so 15. Nice. I want to just chop this fucking goblin in half. <laughs> for even insulting you to try to surprise burn uh, burn the great. Uh, Meloc, you do not go first, but I will give you some information since you're further down the tunnel. You can hear noises down the tunnel as one of the goblins yells something uh, in an inflection angrily further, oh, way further down the tunnel. Oh. Um, <laughs> so Stolas, you're starting us out as this goblin is flailing on the ground inside of this sheet. Peck it. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, I don't know what's more satisfying, using a spear or uh, possibly just casting a spell on him. <laughs> uh, your spell, I believe, has noise attached to it. Your spear probably will not. <laughs> okay, um, let me go ahead and use a spear then. Okay. okay. You will roll a d20 plus your dexterity plus your proficiency. So your dex is plus one, your proficiency is plus two. So for d20 plus three. And you have advantage because he is prone and he can't see you. Oh, nice. Okay. Makes it a critical hit. Okay. Let's see, I got a seven. Uh, roll again and take the higher result of the two. That is a nine. So nine plus three, okay. or is that with your plus three? Oh, that was without the uh, plus three. Okay, so uh, for a total of twelve, so you miss. It's oh. sheets, unfortunately. Um, Zanvin, it's your turn. Yes, uh, I will. Okay, so now we have to worry about the little baby squares. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. I have enough. I'll move. Uh, yeah, I'll move right there. That's a good place. And uh, because we were just in this encounter, I think I would probably still have my weapons drawn as we're crouching and kind of sneaking around. And I will attack this goblin. Okay. And I will roll a d... Do I have advantage or disadvantage? You have advantage. Advantage. My first. Oh, I will also add, this is the surprise round, because he... Oh, because he critically failed? Yeah, he messed okay, up. My, my first d20 was a 5. 
and my second one was a one. So, not okay. Really so, uh, well, you didn't critically fail. Uh, yeah. What is that total? So five plus six, eleven. So miss. And then your second, you have your short sword. Yes, I will roll that, and this is uh, advantage as well. Correct. Uh, that is a three. God, oh, Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> We're all critically failing, and a 11, plus 6 to 17. Oh, that hits? Hell yeah, baby. So D6, or 2d6, one for sneak attack, one for sword, plus 4. Okay, 2d6 plus 4 is a 6, plus a 3, that's a 9, plus a 4 is 13. Uh, you cut his head off through the sheet. Shit. <laughs> Shit. As it rolls across Dang. the ground. Dude. Uh, you hear this wolf start to growl. Uh-oh. Um, Burn, it's your turn. Burn, save right. from the wolf. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I guess, move to where the wolf's at. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna attack the shit out of it. Yeah. Uh, fuck a shield. I'm going two handed with this one. Okay. So, um, d20 plus your strength plus, I think it's plus five, if I remember right. Uh, so uh, 14, I ran, I rolled a 14, plus my strength is 3, okay, so 17. Hit. All right. Um, no, I don't have a advantage on the wolf, right? Because he already knows where uh, that is. He is chained up, and it's surprise round, so you have advantage. So you can oh, he's chained? Mm-hmm. Oh, poor guy. Well, he's going to keep barking if we don't kill him. All right. Yeah, we got to yeah. kill him. Uh, so 2d6s? Uh, nope. Uh, it's a D10 because you're holding it two-handed. Oh, a D10. So, that's, so it's like uh, a double pyramid with like the weird ridges in it and it has a zero on it. Okay. The singular D10, not the double D10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, seven. Okay, plus your strength modifier of? Uh, three, so ten. Okay, so seven is the critical hit. You double the damage dice, so fourteen. Nice. Plus three for a total of 17, you decapitate yeah. the wolf. Bring it from its bonds. Dude, and then uh, I just, I lay, or I shout my, or I don't shout. No, don't I, shout. Don't shout. No, that's better. Right. I just, I just whisper, I just whisper to the wolf, uh, that was a sick burn. Ah! <laughs> like 10 points of psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my victory. Uh, uh, that's what I tell people when they're in. Is so, that only really when you one hit him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I one hit him, it's sick burn. Sick burn. Uh, you were able to silence them before they make too much noise. Uh, you got uh, Devin Melloc down the tunnel, can hear kind of the grumbling of this um, goblin who. <laughs> what you would perceive as like okay good he shut the wolf up you know what i mean yeah down the tunnel uh and go ahead the three of you all four of you go ahead and roll stealth again i rolled a five plus eight, and eight, plus eight. is 13. he rolled a five <laughs> Sick so i got um a flat 19 with my modifier that's going to come to 24. Nice. Mine's a 13 modified. Nice. All right. Uh, Melok, you reach uh, another large dead ogre uh, whose both heads have been cut off. Uh, would you like to pick through his pockets to see if there's anything interesting? Yeah, I'll give him a quick pat down. 
both heads? Yes. They are two-headed ogres. How oh. big is this ogre head, by the way? Uh, he's bigger than Burn, so he's standing about 14 feet tall. God. Pretty damn. big head. Yeah. Well, first I'll, I'll loot him, and then I'll talk to you about what I want to do. Okay. He has a large <laughs> wooden club, which you would not be able to carry. <laughs> oh uh, so much of of burn. <laughs> he has uh, a necklace full of human teeth. Oh, um, I take that. That's interesting. <laughs> And then go ahead and roll D100s when you get a chance. Okay. All right. I got D100s coming up. Okay. Um, What's the best reaction? Oh, I take that. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, do two D10s instead of a D100. Does that work? That's, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 44. 44. Uh, you also find some strong spirits on his body uh, and a crudely carved what you would call a flute, but it's more like just a piece of wood that has holes in it. It actually, when you gently blow on it, it has no musical sound to it whatsoever. Fucking awesome. Like a dog whistle? No, that's a dog whistle. Don't, no. <laughs> don't blow. I, don't not, blow. No, I had no intention of blowing on it. Cody role-played my No, I'm, I'm saying if you were to blow on it, that's what it, it would be. Oh. You're, you're able to tell with your experience, Devin, with instruments, kind of like the instrument eye, that whatever this is, is poorly made. And if you were to blow on it, it would produce no sound that you would ought to be able to hear. Or it would just sound like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm more interested in uh, just like having shit. Sure. So I'm just going to take, uh, so I got the necklace. Okay. And, oh, and, and he brought what it. else? Necklace and a poorly carved flute. Necklace, poorly carved flute. What was the other thing? Bottle of beer. Bottle of beer. Bitching. Yep. You've um, been right. And now here's, okay. Here's what I wanted to do. Because he's got a pretty big melon. I'm a pretty small fella. Mm -hmm. um, can I quickly hollow out the inside of his gourd and then wear it as a skin puppet to uh, help his way through here? As as you pull its head, it actually is decaying, so it actually just comes free from the neck, uh, and whatever was inside it has fallen out, uh, or has <laughs> been eaten by these other animals. So it's more like um, pseudo gross gray skin with some gray matter on the inside of the skull, and could wear it like a helmet. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop the eyeballs out so that I can see oh, through it, and then start gone. All right, I'm going to start scuffling down the halls. Okay. Uh, you, I, I can't give you really any armor bonuses for it. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't need the armor. I just wanted okay. to convincingly be able to stealth. Sure. Yeah, you are wearing this ogre head. I guess decayed ogre head. Add it to your inventory. Perfect. Do you want to stay ahead of the curve of the group, or are you... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll round that curve, but I imagine the group would catch up to me while I was looting, right? That's what I was going to say. Uh, but I'll stay in front, kind of scout, if that's okay, okay with everyone. I'm in a pretty nondescript ogre head. I'd like to join Melloc in the scouting. Okay. We'll go like that. Uh, you see a long tunneled hallway that is also dark again. Okay. 
Um, go ahead and tell me how far you want to go, Melok. And Zavin, Zanvin, you are walking with him. Zan Van. Zanvan. You are walking. I'm going to go. <laughs> just change it to Xander at this point. Right? Um, I'm just going to go up around the next curve okay. and see what I can see. Um, Vern and Stolas, are you letting them take the lead? Or are you hanging back? Or what are, what are you guys doing? Um, keeping on a watchful distance between us, but um, I'm keeping up with them. Okay. Same. In case they need to retreat, I'm not, you know, humping their shoulder and they can't get away. All I right. Like to hump my shoulder. Though. Oh nope, that's wrong color. Meloc, Zanvan. Whoa, whoa, it's a big Z. I am a big Z. Zanvan. <laughs> Burn stole us. Um, Sanvin, you hear Such BS right there. A click as you step on the clay floor. Okay. And you hear a whizzing noise. Make a dexterity saving throw. Melok, I need you to make one as well. Because you can see through this helmet that you're wearing, this head helmet, I'm not going to give you disadvantage. I rolled so a three plus a four is seven. Oh, no. Okay. That's not good. Someone Melok, what did you get? 10 modified. 10 modified. Okay, Malak, you are able to dodge out of the way as descending from the roof, some rocks have dislodged and fall on Zanvin. Oh, no. Oh, Zanvin, no. on top of making a large noise, a oh, scuffle, God. My bad, guys. You take three, four, five points of damage as these rocks oh, rain down on you. Oh, no. That is not I'm good. I'm going to... I'm just going to sit down inside this ogre, ogre head and be completely, I'm just going to blend in with the scenery and ready myself. Okay. I'm at three hit points. Zambin, you are pinned under some of these rocks. This is not fun. Uh, don't worry. I'm on my way. There's not shit I'd be able to do. I'm sorry about that. No, I'd, I'd assume you'd know. <laughs> I can't oh, no, move I a know. rock off you. You're, you're sitting inside um, of his head. I can move almost anything. Melloc. Go ahead and roll me. Uh, no, you rolled really high on stealth. You can choose to reroll an advantage if you would like to. Even higher? Uh, if you would like to try. But I, I will say, if you roll, you do lose your result that you have now. But, oh, no way, dude. I rolled a 19. I'm going to. A 19 yeah. modified to 24. I'm going to keep that. So, with these rocks and the nature of this helmet, you're able to kind of squeeze yourself into some of the fallen rocks, and that the ogre head will kind of help blend in your body into these rocks. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to be very silently saying, my back, my neck. My neck, my back. My back. My... <laughs> Pussy and my crap. Hey. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I have powerful build, so I can probably move those rocks off of Zanvin. Yes. Uh, you also can make... Uh, Melek, do you keep your light on? Your... Um, Probably not after all that. Okay. So lights go out in the tunnel. Uh, you can make out the four of you can hear pitter-patter of little feet coming down the uh, thoroughfare here. Uh -oh. Actually, wait. Here's what I'd like to do. I already know we're here. Can I pin those lights uh, in areas where our party is not? Like sure. stick them up next to the walls and maybe throw them off our scent a little bit or try to? Well, with dancing lights, I believe you can make the form of a humanoid in light if you would like to. Ooh, that's spicy. That sounds pretty dope. 
Okay, and how far can you move those dancing lights again? It's like 30 feet from you. Right? I was about to pull that spell up again real quick. Um, dancing lights, you can create lights into a one vaguely humanoid form. Yes, I can. Uh, I can move them up to 60 feet. Oh, okay, so all the way down the tunnel if you want to. Yeah, I'm going to thrust those lights into a vaguely looking human form right in front of these goblins. Okay. Uh, do you want to throw any sauce on top of that? Are you trying to like, um, I don't know, I don't want to give, tell you what you want to do, but in this situation, so these goblins around the corner, there's a vaguely yeah. humanoid <laughs> form. Let's, let's use vicious mockery on top of that. So I'm going to have a just incredibly insulting light humanoid form. Sure. Or just I running will, up, shitting all over him. Or what I will else? I also say you can make an attempt to make an intimidation check as well with his vaguely humanoid glowing form if you'd like to, to try and scare them. Oh, I do have good intimidation. Oh, that's a good idea, DM Cody. I just yeah. as an idea. Yeah, I know. You're pretty, you're pretty smart. Can I viciously insult him while intimidating him? Uh, I will allow it. Or is that okay? Cool. So I'm gonna viciously insult them. Uh, and intimidation is going to come to a modified 19. Shit. Okay. And then, uh, well, my spell save DC is 12, so it's your call. Um, so two of them pass your spell save DC for vicious mockery. One of them critically fails. So here is how it goes down. Um, okay. The so one I roll two D4s. Uh, is it area of effect or is it single target? Uh, vicious mockery. I think it's just one single dude. Okay, so you're you're able to hit the one in front because he's the one you can see. Okay. Uh, you hit him. Go ahead and give me damage for that. Okay, so that's gonna be. Th do I get to add my stinking thing? Mm -mm. No, I don't on this one. So that's three. Okay. Three damage. You bloody him. And then he is also afraid, so he drops to his knees. He critically failed both the save for Vicious Mockery and the Intimidation check. This one is also feared, seeing this one take damage in this glowing form. And this one uh, will actually retreat back down the hallway, screeching in fear. He's, he's bleeding from his ears because my insults were so foul. Yes. There's not a member of his family that I didn't insult. <laughs> um, I still have I still have all of the initiatives, so we'll just go by that. Solas, it's your turn. Okay. Um. Now, are are those rocks like blocking the whole tunnel? Like, can I actually move ahead? Or? So the tunnel is about fifteen feet tall and about ten feet wide. Um. These rocks probably make up about five feet of that, so there's ten feet above these rocks that you could move through. Um, they are difficult terrain if you're walking. It takes double the movement it would normally take to move through these two spaces. She flies. She can fly uh, due to the nature, yes. So you could fly up ten feet in the air or like nine feet and then move forward as well. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll try moving ahead here. Okay. Where? Let's see. What's your fly speed? 50, I think. Okay, so you use 10 to get up above these rocks to where you can fly through. Um, and then you, you want to move 40 forward? Yeah. If I 
27, 28, 29, 30. So you can move all the way down the tunnel if you wanted to. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. So Stolas, 10 feet up. Okay, and would you like to attack this one cowering in fear? I would like to attack him. All right, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I think I'll do a chill touch. Okay. Right. Roll your d20 twice. Because uh, ah. the higher result. You got a 17 on that one. Okay, that's more than enough to hit. Uh, go ahead and roll your d8. Uh, d8 d6, I don't remember. I think it's D8. Oh, there it is. Okay. I was like, where's my D8? I got an 8 on that. Dead. Dead. To goo. Um, it's the goblin's turn, seeing this, who's already afraid. I haven't done anything. I, I know. that I already rolled their initiative. They rolled. They go after Stolas. Um... This goblin, who is already terrified, seeing this glowing being, <laughs> reaches down the tunnel and joins his buddy over here. In oh, God. There's at least two in there. Yep. Um, Zach, it's your turn. Zanvin. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I, I really can't do much. Can I take a healing potion? Uh, you you can do a couple things. So you could take it, just pull it out of your pocket and drink it. Okay. Uh, you can try and move out from the rocks to stand up if you want. Okay. Uh, I'll try. I'll try to move out from the rocks. I'll. I'll yeah. I'll chance it. Uh, go ahead and give me athletics check. Athletics check. You're trying to be ten. 10. I got a 13 minus 1 is 12. So Yeah, you're able to move out from the rubble. Oh, thank the Lord. And, I think I th and then at the end of my turn, right? Um, yeah. Um, or can I take a potion? Yes, that's the end of your turn. Okay, sounds good. Right. So I'm still further back from where these are oh, you could, you could move 20 feet if you want to as well. Uh, I'm going to hang back. I might just move maybe between the middle of the BS and then where I was. So hang back just a little bit because I'm, I'm only on uh, three hit points right now. Right there? Yep, that's perfect. Okay. Uh, Burn, it's your turn, my dude. Uh, I'm going to move forward uh, to Zanvin. Uh, right here due to difficult terrain. Yeah. Can can I use lay on hands again yet or no? Not yet. You guys have not taken a long rest yet. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, then I'm gonna keep moving up to where uh, Stalas is. Okay. Uh, due to the rocks, the rocks. Terrain, rocks. Yep. That's about as far as I can get you. Okay. Melok. All right. Um, so isn't there something because I'm so small that the rocks don't really affect me? Not quite. You're, you're able to move through creatures that are larger than you. You're able to move through their space. So normally you can only move through allies space um, like freely, but you can actually oh. move to move through enemy spaces that are bigger than you. 
So my halfling nimbleness doesn't give a shit when it comes to the rocks. Yes, sir. Correct. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I'm just going to move forward and then hunker back down in this skull. I'm staying sneaky. Uh, your move speed's 25? Yeah. You're able to move up to burn over here. We'll put you right here. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I want to jump. I want to get back onto Burns' back and hunker that skull down right next to his so he'll look like a super intimidating two headed <laughs> goblin. Yeah. No, Can we trick the other goblins like that? Let's try. <laughs> You're going to look scary as shit now. Oh, so let's try that. Out. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Maybe when we come up to the other goblins, we could just fucking ask for the asset. Sorry, guys, I had to step away for a second. You're gonna like, give us the kid, and we're gonna get out of here, and they're gonna think I'm like the leader. Huh. Uh, your turn. Um, is it? I don't know if this is a thing. Um, can I use my uh, one of my uh, the salve on um. Uh, on Zanvin? Yeah, you can uh, fly back down and use your action to go help Zanvin. Yeah, I'd like to do that. He's not doing too good. Okay, go ahead and roll a d4. associated with that. The what now? Uh, go ahead and roll a d4 on your side of things. Okay. The heck is this one? That's not it. It's a it looks like this guy. D4 is the triangle. Looks like yep. a pyramid. It's a pyramid. Yeah, mine is weird. It has three numbers on each corner. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I rolled a four if that helps you. I don't know. You, you use the top number if there's three numbers on the bottom. Oh, that was three are. then. Okay, three. Zanbin, you heal three points as she uh, puts this goo on you. Do you want to use more than one? How many, how many charges of this do you want to use? You have up to five. Um, And how, how many points is it? That brings me up to six of eight, my boy. With the first oh. three. And how much HP do you have? Eight. Eight. Yeah, I guess I'll just uh, I'll use the three now. I guess. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Thank you for that. The goblins have moved out of line of sight. They have taken their action. Um, oh no. So, uh, Zanvin, it's your turn. The rocks that fell on us, was that a trap or was that a natural? It was a trap, yes, sir. Okay, so I'm a little pissed. I'm a little pissed with these goblins. Uh, I am going to... Uh... Remember, revert, revenge works. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go up and... Uh, this little... It looks like a shark over here on the right. Is that a rock? This thing over here? Yeah. You don't know what that is yet. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk just yeah just to right there. I'm not I'm not ready to uh, I don't want to go that far right yet. And these okay. guys are cowering in fear. So so we do we get advantage if we attack them? Um, they have actually taken a turn of which you cannot see. So they have moved out of line of sight or oh, I see, I something see. in this room. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to take them off the board. Okay, so then I I'd actually like to tuck in maybe like one diagonal to the left. Oh, like uh, yep, just right there. Yep, exactly. Yeah, just out of line of sight of where I think they might be. Okay. You know, uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check. 
17 plus 8 is 23. Oh, yeah. Poof. All right. Uh, Burn and Melloc, since Burn is using his movement. Um, I'm going to go up to where Xander's at. Are we still in combat? Is that... uh, you are still technically in combat, but you cannot see your pursuers. Malak never has to use his mother's. <laughs> that's, that's kind of why I hitch a ride, because my movement sucks, because I got little legs. Uh, Malak, it's your turn. Would you like to move your blob? Uh, the orbs? Yes. Or my, my, my shiny person. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bust that shiny person in there. Uh, just smack into the middle of the room. Okay. And it's uh, just it's just going uh, to... I'm just going to try to make a scary voice like... Your doom is at hand! And just leave it at that. Uh, I will No, like right into the middle of the room. Yes. So let me explain. Uh, you can try and give me a perception check to guesstimate the depth of the room, but you actually don't have line of sight on it due to this pillar and to where you guys are at. So you can hop off and move forward. Yeah. I would I would just assume that I could get another 5, 10 feet before it turns. Okay. Because there hasn't really been any corner that steep in this entire tunnel. Okay. So, yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, and go ahead and give me intimidation. Okay. Another intimidation check. Yes. Um, it's going to be modified to 14. Not quite as scary this time. <laughs> uh, they're going to roll at disadvantage. Uh, yeah, so you succeed. but However, they have still disappeared from line of sight. So wherever they are, they are quicking in their boots. That's good enough for me. Uh, your turn. Um, I'm going to, um, but how far can I move? Uh, be, well, I mean, you could fly five feet off the ground and move 45 feet. Yeah, I'll move up as far as I can. Hey, you're right there with his What up, Ann? Okay. And is there anything you, um, you may take movement on any of your turns, and there's a concept called hold action. So if you want to describe an if-then-because situation to me, so if the goblins show themselves, I would like to use Eldritch Blast to attack them if they do that. You can hold your turn, your, your combat action, until the start of your next turn. So seeing as you go first, you have goblins, Zanvin, Burn, Meloc. You can hold it all the way to the, the start of Meloc's turn. If something happens, if you would like to. Um, well, I'm kind of assuming they're scared and hiding, so they might not want to pop up just yet. So I'll hold my turn. Okay. Uh, what action would you like to take if they pop up? If they pop up, um, let's see. Um, I'm definitely going to want to attack them. Okay. I'll, use, uh, I'll use the Eldritch Blast. Okay. So hold... Eldritch Blast. Okay, uh, Zanvin. Yes. I I think it is time to let me let me let me check one thing real quick in my little book. Sure. 
Because thieves can't, I can perceive potential traps, correct? Uh, no, thieves can't is a language used to uh, communicate with other thieves. Let me, traps. Let, me, let me double check. Let me double check. I read... I think that it's it's a way of speaking in such a way that you can convey messages mm -hmm. um, through uncommon means, and you can convey many things. Thieves can't. Or... It says, in addition, you understand a set of secret signs and symbols used to convey short, simple messages, such as whether an area is dangerous or the territory of Thieves Guild, whether lose nearby, or whether people in the area are easy marked or will provide a safe house for these on the run. So can I use that to see if there's any Maybe any indication on the walls if there's more traps in this room? Um, sure. Uh, why don't you roll me investigation on top of that as well, since you're kind of doing a little bit of both. Sure. So investigation is plus four. I rolled a 13, so I rolled a 17. Yeah. Um, you peek out from around this corner. You can make out a couple things down this glowing person's here. There's a statue of what looks like to be uh, a basilisk. Ooh, um, that has exactly. glowing red eyes when you look over at it. However, when you move, it doesn't do anything. The eyes just stop glowing. There okay. are three coffins and three graves. Um, you don't see any hidden markings. Uh, goblins aren't actually... They don't have like a... They, they mark their territory in certain ways, yes. But they do not usually do thieves' cans unless they are living in the common Sure, 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 sure. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, hmm... You also make out uh, the cries of a baby further in the tunnel. Ooh, spicy, spicy. Okay, so I um, and and at this point, these goblins are nowhere to be seen. Correct. correct? Okay. Um. Well, I still have my weapons drawn. Um, and I guess, uh, which can you show me which direction the the necklace is pointing at this point? I'll start to walk in that direction, um, and since I know that this basilisk uh, doesn't appear to be dangerous at this point, I'm going to kind of keep my facing towards the coffins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nothing And happened. I'll move pretty much uh, right up to that next wall. Okay. Uh, at this point, you cannot perceive any danger, so we are out of combat because they are not taking any combat actions. Okay. Sounds good. Your targets have ran away, from what you can perceive, at least. Okay. Yeah. Um, Burn and Malak. Um, I'm gonna move uh, towards the the graves and see if uh, what's in there. Oh, towards the graves. I'm sorry, I misheard you. Uh, so they are shallow duck graves in here. Um, as you peer into each of them, they are empty. And you assume they are for these three coffins that are hanging out. But the goblins are the coffins. Let's crack those babies open and see what's going on. Yeah, you crack it open. There is uh, just some dead humans. Uh, one looks like a noble, one looks like a commoner, and one looks completely naked and is just eviscerated. Uh, no goblins to be seen. Uh, I'm going to say ew. <laughs> okay. Melok? Where did... Well, um... I'm going to do perception because it's not making any sense to me where the heck all these goblins could have got off to. Yeah, right. perception makes yeah. the most sense. 
Yeah. There's a curious yeah, statue not, in the corner. A curious statue over there in the corner. Oh, it's quite curious. I'm going to run up and, and just start touch, putting my hands all over that, that damn thing. Okay. Uh, what was your perception check? Uh, my perception is going to be modified to 18. Okay. So as you run up, uh, you can see that the, the eyes of this basilisk flare at you. The mouth begins to, to glow green. Nope. And after a second, nothing happens. Uh, you get the sense that maybe the statue has some magic about it based on movement, uh, but nothing's happening. You can make out, due to your exceptional perception check and the light that is now provided in this room from your glowing person, there is a greasy goblin hand smudge, one on each side of this basilisk eye. Ooh, and as you, if you would like to, would you like to press into the eye sockets? That is what you perceive. Absolutely. I'm going to stick my hands out through the eye sockets of this head that I'm wearing. Okay. And right into the eye sockets of that statue. Perfect. The statue shudders a little bit. Ooh, I like this. And a secret door opens. Oh, I love this. Here. That is spicy. I should have done that. That is spicy. The, um, wall, the wall, as if it was there and then it wasn't, just uh, the fog lifts. And there's a secret passage. I like This that. motherfucker dipping. Yes, you get the you, you um I guess I will give you this as well. According to your perception check, you get the sense that they ran away <laughs> in fear from this angry shiny god that they encountered. <laughs> I love it. The god's coming with me and I'm mobilizing. I'm okay. going Are straight you, through. Would you like to yeah, scurry through? Perfect. How far would you like to go to this pool? Um let's stack a hay. Where would you like to go? Uh, the pool seems pretty curious. Okay. You move over towards the pool. There is... Shine, shiny boy's coming with me. Yes, yes. Where would you like me to put him? Uh, he could just keep him like five, ten feet away from me uh, towards the tunnel. There you go. And the whole time I'm just spouting off nonsense about how I am your new god and I require sacrifices. Okay. In common. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I might throw in a couple of other languages every now and again just to keep them on their toes. I doubt they speak gnomish, but I know uh, yeah. goblins speak common. No, you're doing great. That's perfect. Uh, so you get over here. There is a, you can't quite see it, um, but there's a broken canoe uh, next to this water source. You get the sense that this is an old well that has been dug. Um, and then eventually just kind of this spring water that it was going to has filled its way up and you know, corrupted part of this cavern. So it's clean water. As you look into it, you don't see anything in it. Just is about 10 feet deep of pure spring water. There is old hay and inside the hay, uh, kind of a cursory look, you can make out some broken barrels, a broken chair and a broken oar. Um, that's probably about what I can give you for your turn based on, uh, the actions taken. Uh, okay. So, Burn, that would be your turn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go up and see what's up with that pool. Yeah. So, kind of the same thing. You get in here. Uh, it's about a 10-foot deep water. Fresh, well, spring water. Um, as you look into it, there's not really anything super special about it. Damn. Sorry, my dude. Uh, you Zander, could drink it. You could drink it. Zanvin, Zanvin, my turn. Um, 
I'd like to see what's in that noble's coffin. Yeah. Let's see if I can find some trinkets in there. Uh, I was yeah. in the too, but I was like, oh, they're already in a coffin. They've probably been raided. Yeah, so as you run over it, these uh, once nice robes are ripped and torn uh, with bloodshed on them. Uh, it looks like it was a he. His belt has been taken. Any of his clothing that was salvageable has been taken. Uh, no belt purse or anything, just kind of decaying body. How do we identify him as a noble? Um, the the cut of the maybe clothing. like an inscription on the yeah. uh, the coffin. Okay, okay. You can see well, kind I... of too uh, before the skin has like fully decayed off the hand. It mm -hmm. looks like there were some uh, tanning marks, some lighter marks on his fingers where rings may have been. Ah, I see. Okay. Uh, well, I'll move uh, into this next room, and uh, I'll tuck in right. Uh, yep, right there, exactly, right there. Okay. Stolas. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Let's see. Um, I'm going to kind of move up a little further ahead in that tunnel. Okay. You want to come like by the glowing man, or by Zambin by the wall, or by the pool? Uh, maybe like just a tad a bit uh, ahead of Zambin. Okay. Perfect. Um, you can make out a couple things at this point since you've moved far enough forward. Uh, you can hear a deep voice speaking. Uh, you can make out the flicker of a couple different firelights. Uh, and you can see some like ratty beds, like really gross, like old hay, some boards with some, um, uh, what's a good word, like ripped clothing for sheets. Uh, and you can make out a deep voice talking to someone. And he says, Master, we have gotten the child for your request. And then you can hear another deeper voice that says, good. And, uh, that's kind of all that's happening. And he, the, uh, the other deeper voice says, how would you like us to proceed? Uh, the second deep voice says, bring the child to Garen's rest. From there, you will find me. And then the second deep voice disappears. Um, at which time you hear two smaller goblins chattering at this uh, deep-voiced goblin was what you'd presume. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Um, I definitely don't want to move ahead anymore. So, okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to inform the squad very quietly of what I heard. Okay. Uh, Zambin, you were close enough. You would have made that out as well. Um, okay. And then you inform Meloc and Burn. Uh, as a group, how would you guys like to proceed? I'll give you a chance to plan here for a second. On, on Burn's shoulder. Baby. <laughs> I want that baby. I mean, they're going to take the baby to... Garen's rest. Yeah, where I'd, we're going to be. I'd like to throw their god up in front of the party. Lead the way and try to get intimidation off, maybe. Okay, I like that. Okay. Uh, as I'm assuming you're progressing down the tunnel with stealth and quietness, and this god leading your way. Yeah. Okay. 
you make out a couple things happening. Uh, Zanvin, we'll tuck you in right here. I like that. We'll put Stolis right behind you. And we'll have Burn. Can you indicate the position that the necklace is showing the asset to be? Approximately? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, excuse me one second. I have a phone call. Team speak time. Okay, guys, what do we want to do? Team speak. I'm going to, I was just going to bust the new god in there and have him speak some shit. And if that intimidation doesn't roll off, then I'm going to try to intimidate again uh, with the two headed burn. Yeah, that's what I was going to try and do. Do it. Wait, Dean, does your guy know any spells? Not yet. Oh, okay. 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 I think, I know. Um, let's see, what do I know? Even then, like, spells for... They got some useful spells, but you basically burn spell slots to dump spite. Or smite. Smite's the shit. The only thing I know right now is stones endurance. When do you get smite? Is that level three? I think he said it was He gets smite at the second level. Okay, I think, we know our, I think we know our plan. Perfect. Uh, a couple things are happening. Um, you see a much larger goblin strangling this smaller goblin and then just throws him on one of the pyres next to this altar. Uh, oh, you see yeah. one goblin cowering in fear <clears throat> as the boss happens. So let's go ahead and roll initiative. I will give you guys... Uh, well, the baby... Know, the, the, uh, real quick, the blue is the asset, right? Correct. Okay. My initiative is 13. Uh, hold on just one sec before we roll. Sorry, that one doesn't oh, okay. care. Um, Evan, are you going to try and pull off of this uh, intimidation check against this? I sure, I sure as shit am. Okay. Uh, yeah, the new god busts in there and goes, I am Blogbanash, and your doom is at hand unless you present me with sacrifices. Uh, he looks at you this glowing creature and he pulls the other goblin out of the fire and throws it at this <clears throat> giant uh, floating apparition. It would uh, go right through it, right? It does go straight through it and then he laughs as this... I am completely goes. immune because I'm a god. <laughs> you have stumbled into the lair of Garak the Nasher. You will die now. Uh, Fuck with me. Try it. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm. Oh, wait, it's not my turn. That's gonna be ten for initiative from this guy. I got seventeen. Oh, modified. What do you get, Dean? Hmm. Oh, does somebody else roll, or do I have to roll? Yep. Yeah, you everyone roll. rolls initiative. Oh, 16. Mine would be 17 modified. Okay. I don't have a dexterity modifier as well. Yeah. Um, so let's... Goblin. Okay. Um... Garrock the Nasher goes first. A uh, couple things. Damn. Okay. 
notice. One, he is has all these weird tattoos over his body as you look at him. Kind of this green skin with this mottled black on mm-hmm. top. Uh, and each of them looks like weird tattoos. Some of them are arrows, some of them are spears. Uh, some of them look like uh, like a cow head and a couple of green. Yeah. And just kind of weird tattoos all over his body. Uh, he will point at actually I need to make a perception check. Uh, he sees through your apparition, uh, but does not see you. And he says, Come out and fight! And he raises his hands. Uh, and then he will swing around uh, and take cover and hold his action. What a pussy. Yeah, I was just going to say, what a chicken <laughs> shit. <laughs> Come out and fight, and then he runs away. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> and then uh, the orange is the Nasher, right? Uh, purple is Nasher. Orange is the other the, goblin. The, left. the second smaller one. Okay, I got you. Yep. And then it's Stolas' turn. Okay. Um... Nash the Nash Solas. Oh, geez. Um, I think what I'll try to do is kill the, the smaller goblin first. Get him out of the way. Okay. So you have line of sight on him. You could easily make an Eldritch Blast. Yes, I would like to do that. Okay. okay. So. Okay, I got a 13 on that. Uh, that does not hit the standard goblin. Oh. Xanvin. Yes. Uh, let's see. I am going to... Uh, what is this? Eight? Oh, that's the god the light, god of light thing. Okay. Yep. Um, do I have line of sight to the orange guy? You do. I am going to throw my spear dagger as a spear or as a dagger as a spear okay and uh when i throw it i can retrieve it after if things go well for us right correct okay okay so d20 yes sir d20 is a 15 and then do i add any modifiers to that uh yes dex but 15 is enough to hit dex okay Plus four. So, so a D8 plus a D6 plus your dexterity modifier. Okay, so D8 plus D6. I assume you're throwing it two-handed, I should say. Uh, how would you throw For... a spear two-handed? <sighs> oh, okay, yep. yeah, yeah. I'm fucking chunking that bitch at him. That way you get the extra damage die. Uh, I, rolled, I, rolled, uh, form, <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a seven and a two, and then you said I add plus four? Yep. So seven, nine, thirteen. Dead. Dude, fucking spear dagger. Oh main guy is dead? No. No, <laughs> no the little guy. The that would have been amazing. Xanvin would have like, been level ten. Page? Level ten, man. <laughs> okay, okay I'm, and I'm good. I'm done. Okay, he's the purple G. He's the purple yeah. G. He's oh, for Nasher, maybe. There, but he is has taken cover behind this pillar. Okay, cool. Uh burn, what would you like to do? Burn, fuck him up, dude. Purple G is his street name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move. No, don't move, Dean. Just go in and fucking kill him. Chop up. his head off. No, no, no. Up. 
up uh so 5 yeah. 10 15 20 25 30 you get to the asset okay and i could he's in my line of sight the yeah. uh the bad guy yes i'm gonna throw a lance at him oh hell yeah dude lance Wait. or uh javelin Oh, the javelin, sorry. Okay, so you move up. A couple things happen at this moment. Uh, one, there's a cage and what looks like an old barrel filled with rags that you can make yeah. something swaddled that is crying in there. Two, as soon as you round the corner, he is holding two javelins and he throws them at you. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that's one is a critical. And then the next one <laughs> is 18 to hit. Uh... uh Wait, Dean has to roll an 18 to hit? or No, I, I have 18 to hit. hit. Oh, shit. That's not good. I thought he was facing the other direction. I thought. Oh, I no. Like... He's ready to go. He's a warlord goblin. He deals you a total of 7, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11 damage. That's Jesus. all your health. <laughs> oh, no. Burn. If we now burn... it's your turn, Burn. Are you throwing a javelin back at him? Well, he Wait, just burned dead. Eleven damage. Are you dead? Yeah, that's all. Burn. I have. All right, burn goes down. Oh shit! Uh, now that it is your turn, you go ahead and roll me a d twenty. Are you shitting me? No. Oh, burn no. A four. <laughs> oh four. no! <laughs> that's one failure. Oh, uh, <laughs> Goblin's dead. Malak, it's your turn. All right. Well, that tears it. As burn topples massively to the ground. Oh, make it next um, throw. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, I will. All of a sudden, his second head is gonna come tumbling off, and uh, I'm just gonna leap with my rapier in hand directly onto Purple G. All what right. ho? What ho? I will give you a attack since he had no clue you were there. Well, thank you. Uh, my dexterity save was 15. Yeah, you're good. You just All jump right. off of him as soon as he gets hit, essentially. And as he falls down, you run down his body. Flipping. Is a 24 going to hit this boy? Oh, 24 will just barely hit him. Oh, All geez. right. Let's, let's I'm sorry, just I'm sorry, barely? Sorry, I was being sorry. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, like, this, this is a Neo? level one campaign. Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for our ride today. All right. And then I'm going to do five damage. Nice. As a bonus action, I can I give Bardic Inspiration to Burn as he's rolling death saves? Uh, Pull through, buddy. You've got this one. Sure. I will read the rules later on that, but I'll allow it this time, sure. All right, cool. You dealt how much damage? I'm sorry. Five. Five. Big hits. Big hits from the little man. Okay. Um, Malak. Garak goes. It's his turn again. Uh, you stab him with the rapier and yell, "You can do it, Burn!" And uh, he, <laughs> you can do it, Burn. He looks at you and he says, "Big words for such a small man." As he grabs the scimitar off his back and he's going to try and hit you twice. Let's see. Uh, that was a 14 and a 15. Sure does. Both of them? Um, let me just go back, but I'm assuming... Oh, my AC is 14, so... Okay. So, one misses <clears throat> and one hits. Because I'm quite nimble. Uh, you were dwelt, dealt five points of damage, 
from his scimitar. All right. Um, Stolas, it's your turn. Purple. Um, I'm going to move over to, I guess, the area where he's not facing, like behind him. Because he is engaged with me, right? Correct. Yeah, so he's facing right. that way. I'm going to that you're five feet up. Um, five feet up so you can see over the brazier. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I'd like to cast a spell on it. Let's see. Um, let me look at my spell list here. Hey, really quick. What's AC again? Armor, Armor class. Uh, okay, wait. Okay, so my HP was 11. Okay. And my armor class is 18. Yes. So I'm, he, he did 11 points of damage, so I'm out or what? You are unconscious currently. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess you're not. I didn't understand what AC was. So he, he had what's called, he held his action for when one of you moved into line of sight to attack okay. you. Oh, I see. So okay. armor class dictates whether or not you get dealt damage. Yes. So he damage. needs to get higher than 18 to do anything to your HP. Correct. Which he did. Correct. Yeah. Okay, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, Stolas, what spell would you like to cast? Um, I think I'd like to use uh, Hex on him. Okay. Uh, what stat would you like to have him have disadvantage on? Oh, geez. Um, Strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. Well, he seems to be pretty strong. Um, so, what do you guys think? Um, you just got lucky. He's not strong. I think if you did strength, it would probably hurt his AC and make him easier to hit. Because I yep, bet he has strength-based AC. I like that. Okay, yeah, because I honestly don't know enough about this to know the difference. So, yeah, okay. I guess I'll, I'll hex his uh, strength stat. Okay, and he uh, so he has disadvantage on that, and then if you hit with a spell, you get to deal an extra d6 of damage to him. So what? Hex is a bonus action. Would you like to cast a cantrip? I would. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and use um, Shield Touch. Okay. okay. I got a 17. Hits. Um, and let's see, this one is D8. Okay, so roll a D8 and a D6. D6 was a 5. Nice. And the D8 was a 3. Nice. Big hits. He is bloodied. Ooh, nice. Nice. I'm feeling this. Wait a minute. Uh, Zambin. Let's see. Um, so the uh, the Nasher is in combat right now, correct? With he is. Uh, with uh, Solas. Uh, he's in combat oh, with, with Melok, technically. Melok. Okay. Yes. Can I um sneak to uh burn? Oh, you want to sneak to burn? Yes. Yes, you have enough movement to do either. Okay. Do I have to roll a d twenty? 
Uh, yeah, if you're doing stealth. Okay. I rolled a 15 plus 8 is 23 to stealth. Uh, 23 to stealth. What's my... 23 stealth. Yeah, he does not notice you. Okay. And can I give my potion, give a potion of healing to burn? Yeah, that, that would be your whole action, but yes. Okay, I'll do that. Well, is that going to wake me up? Yes. So uh, go ahead and roll 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Um, so I rolled. The first one is a 3. 2d4 plus. Do I add the 2d4? Yep, yeah, the 2d4. Okay, it's a 3 plus 1 is 4, 4. plus. How much? 4? Plus 2 is 6. Plus 2 is 6. Okay. Uh, Burn, you uh, are on the ground with two javelins sticking out of your chest. And you take a big breath as you see Zanvin leaning over to you, pouring this potion down your throat. <laughs> uh, you now have six hit points and are prone. It's not the only thing I want to pour okay. down your throat, but do it. A nice tall anyway. bottle of ale. Is Burn just gets about. a shit and goes home after that. I'm done. <laughs> uh, Burn is like, your turn. <laughs> You like, can okay. watch half your movement to stand up. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, I stand up. Okay. Burn. Fuck him up. Uh, you see gonna... trying to fight him off. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, longsword two-handed. Fuck him up. And just give him everything I got. Just All attack right. the shit out of him. Fight him. Perfect. Uh, so my D20 is yep. ass. Is a uh, 12 uh, strength is plus, I want to say three. Yep. yep. Plus two more. So for 17. Man, you tie his armor class at 17. So tie goes to the attacker, which is you. Okay. Nice. Uh, and then D6. D10. D10. And then uh, you get to add. Plus three for your strength. Hell yeah. Okay. Right. This is ten, right? The ten is the pyramid. No. Ten is the uh, weird pyramid. It looks like this. It's like yes, a okay. spaceship. Okay, this and then plus three. Yep. It is a six, seven, and nine. How do you want to kill him? Uh, <laughs> I, I cleave him right in half. In, in twain. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of things. Melloc steps out of the way. I scream sick <laughs> You anime cut him in half down the center of his body, and he says, oh. Oh, no. And the tattoos on his body begin to well up out of his body as you see spears and daggers protrude through his skin, and then he explodes as gold and other items come flying out of his body. Hell yes. <laughs> to the ground in front of Meloc is a key. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to pick up that key. It is shaped like a bag <clears throat> uh, at the, the hilt of the key. Dude, I'm going to assume it's for the baby <laughs> cage, uh, right? You try it on the baby cage, and it does not fit. Oh. I'm going to pocket it. Okay. And look around. The gold that... doesn't interest me, as, as it do. Okay, so flying out of his body are goblin robes, five human severed heads, a cow skull, a bone flute, a glowing rock, ten goblin spears, five goblin daggers, 50 pieces of gold and an old chest that has barnacles on it. That that rock 
mm-hmm. is fucking lit. I'm gonna can I try the key on that chest? Uh, it does not fit into the chest. All right. Well, that rock's pretty dope. If nobody cares, Mel, I'm just gonna stick that curious rock in my pocket. That's fine with me. Uh, All right. You're out of combat. Um, how are we gonna get this kid though? I'm gonna. Uh, 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 I want to investigate that altar-looking thing there. Yeah. Yeah. So on the altar, uh, there is still floating. Um, one of the dead humanoids is laying down there, and his entrails are floating out of his body, creating a hole. As blood spins, you can see a swirling mist, uh, almost like a mirror, and staring back at you are two red eyes. And as soon as he notices you, he just shakes his head and waves his hand, and the entrails and blood fall to the ground. Or fall to the altar. Root. Okay, well, did anyone else see that? <laughs> like, so, that was wild. We need to find where this No, is. but I, I got this really neat rock. <laughs> uh, I've witnessed it, but I... Uh... I don't. I don't know what it means. Me either. Uh, I'm so confused. I'm Perfect. assuming that's who he was talking to the, with the deep, correct the deep voice. So good job, Dini. Um, oh, with the uh, Yeah. Told him to bring the, the the asset to uh, what was it? To, to Gavin, uh, Garen's Garen's rest. Garen's rest. Which is where you guys were headed uh, after you return the asset. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the asset is not locked. There's just a cage over this barrel. <laughs> you think probably to keep the other goblins away from it. Oh, okay. That's gonna be. Um, and as you flip the cage over or whatever, uh, you see swaddled in in little rags is this tiny baby. Is it a? Is it what a type of baby? Ooh, yeah. Go ahead and give me either history, arcana, or history. Wait, arcana. Uh, I'll all, do it. all of us. I think I have a good history. Do it, Dean. Oh, uh, maybe not. I have good arcana. No, I have negative one history. I'm not gonna roll it. Do it still. <laughs> or uh, will insight work? Um, sure. If you're like trying to think back in your brain about the books that you've read, I'll allow it. Okay, hmm. cool. Um, I'll try insight. Um, that would be a seventeen. Uh, you believe it is an Asimar as you pick this small child up. Uh, it is infantile. It has two small protruding wings and bright yellow eyes. They are half human, half angelic creatures. Ooh. Ah, the wings. Is that a relative of yours? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the yellow eyes, you never know. Uh, I see. Wow. Perfect. That's kind of cool. Uh, and I get my uh, dagger spear from the dead. You gone. can. I would like to do that. Uh, each of you can take uh, 15 coins. I'll 15 take gold 15 coins, coins if you'd like. I'm going to give uh, Zambin my gold. Oh, thank you, brother. Okay. Go ahead and take 30. I will take 30, oh, which brings me... chest with the barnacles on it. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to trust that Xander... And then... This is going to be a little bit of meta, but my character doesn't give a shit half about gold. So whoever can take my earnings... Just get Dospos a treat you think you might like. You're not Dospos. Give it to Stolas. He's low on gold. Yeah, I have no gold. <laughs> Give it to Stolas. All right, Stolas, you take 30 oh, yeah. gold. 30 gold, okay. Um, 
Fern, as you walk over and pick this chest up, it's rotting and has barnacles on it. You're able to easily just pull the cap off of it. Uh, it's not very big. It's maybe three feet by two feet by a foot and a half. Okay. Uh, inside, there is a book titled Lost Tales. There is some small works of art and a couple gems. All total is 300 gold pieces worth of items. Nice. I take that shit. We feast them today, boys. Uh, let me add them to my backpack. Now we got to take the baby back. Uh, you said a book? A book, some art, and some gems. Give the book to Stolas. We don't need books. Can I roll performance for that baby? I'm just going to sing it soothing songs to ingratiate it into our company. Uh, you succeed because it's been around goblins. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to I'm giving this baby a show. All right. And I'm, yep. Can we name I'm using my, ma my mage hand to just give it some coochie coos. Perfect. Uh, Devin, would you like to investigate this key more, or are you just going to... Absolutely, I would. Uh, go ahead and give me Arcana. All right, that's going to come to a 19. Uh, yeah, so you're holding this key kind of, I assume, quietly off to yourself. No, I'm not being what? secret about it. I just picked okay. it up and, oh. Uh, as you're holding it and you're kind of turning around in your hands, you notice when you point it at your left forearm your skin recedes to make a keyhole inside of it. What the fuck? Huh. I'm going to shove it right in there. Okay. You click it in, and you turn it left or right. Oh. Completely, uh, well, what's, that, this is not a comfortable motion, so I'm going to turn it to the left. Okay. So you turn it to the left. The key recedes into your skin. Ugh. Just, and then it turns into a tattoo. Um, as you're walking, you, uh, if I may take a liberty, if you don't mind, are holding take a this, liberty. You're holding this rock in your offhand, right? Because you're like a, obsessed with it. It recedes into your skin, and you see the symbol of a rock tattoo appear on your skin. Oh my! So God. I have a rock and a key tattoo now. Yes. Uh, oh. In terms, in broad terms, your body has become a bag of holding. Of which you may store items that are yours in, like the goblin, that, and like they become they become a tattoo, and you can hold up to your body's canvas worth of items in tattoos. Holy <laughs> shit. However, there are more things about this key than you know, but that is what you know at this time that you have gained. What? That's dope. And that You're is like, hey, let me up. see that chest real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we end the episode. Uh, is it possible to read all this? Right. I was going to be like, give me the key. I'll hold all our shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've got a pretty big canvas. <laughs> <laughs> we will explore more about that next episode. Does someone else want to do something super quick while we're here? Uh, yeah, I was I wondering what that uh, One more time. Sorry, uh, Stolas. Oh, I was wondering about that book. Someone said there was a book. Oh, oh yes. Is it possible to read this? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, you I'd let's, let's read the book. Okay. So this <laughs> book is worth just a bunch of uncultured assholes just toss the book to Stolas. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so Burn, you now have a total of two hundred golds worth of items. The book itself is worth a hundred gold. Um 
as you flip through this ancient book, it describes a bunch of different sea tales of like legendary creatures. Um, and as you're flipping through it before we end this episode, you come across a creature called. Oh, oh I should also say they're all native to this island. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, I wrote it down. Uh, Karshnak, the dragon turtle. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, reading through it, it is a dragon turtle that has grown so large from both tributes of people on the island, from uh, them giving it treasure and fish and all kinds of wonderful things. It actually used to fight with this giant megalodon that used to live in this ocean. It eventually grew big enough to kill it, and then it washed up on the shores uh, of... Um, Fort Megalodon, and that is what has made this giant mouth that hangs over the front port gate. Um, it still lives, however, it requires a sacrifice every 50 years of a newborn child. Oh, and you have a feeling that is what's going to happen to that child if you turn him over to the client. Hell yeah, let's fuck up them 12 guards next episode. So... That is our episode. Uh, I don't want a dragon turtle attacking everyone. Get rid of it. <laughs> this is one of those greater good situations, right? Yeah. It's like Yuna in Pharmacy 10. Right? You know if it is not fed, then it will attack any ship that sails in its waters. Can um, we find a different, less angelic baby? I don't know. Yeah, can we like time travel to baby Hitler time? <laughs> find a baby orc. Uh, so, uh, a couple things to wrap up here. Um, Zambin, you, you had can said disguise Meloc as the baby. Oh, that's a Oof. terrible in for Meloc. What about, what about, uh, what was that stupid goblin's name? Nash. Yes. <laughs> Bring he them is, back a goblin baby. Spine and head are impaled on all these spears inside his body. Oh, I will give you that, Devin. You think that if you're killed while this key is active, everything inside of your body comes exploding out of it. I'm thinking about fun ways I can use that. Like, I could just fill myself up with a bunch of rocks, get up real high, and just drop it on somebody. <laughs> I, I have a bunch of all kinds of different things this key can do. There are limitations on it. What were well. you saying, Cody? You asked me a question. You had said that you wanted to do something before we quit here. Uh, you were talking about gold or something. I don't think so. I, I can post them. There was a bunch of arrows, but I don't have arrows, and I got my dagger spear back. Uh, we got I our can, gold that we needed. I can post loot in our Facebook page, too, if you guys want to you know, okay. give me through it. Um, yeah, yeah. But go ahead and take your gold now, those of you who took gold. And then, XP. Have we gotten any XP? Well, off, yes, off screen, we'll, we'll level up off screen. Correct. You are now level two. Hell yeah. yeah. I should be like level four. <laughs> so we will... Level up at some point during the week and let you guys know next time when we start our next adventure how it went. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good job, Cody. Great story. I got to give you one of these guys. Yeah, I'm good. glad you enjoyed it. I I save, yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah, auto saves, right? Uh, yeah. Should, yes. Save. Cool. Well, Cody, send us off. All right, guys. Cody, what's the what's oh, what's the hit die for a bard before we leave? That, it doesn't tell me. It's one of those things. Sorry, I just interrupted the ending. Oh, canceled. you're totally fine. This is the best way to end. <laughs> Fun fact, the Bard's hit dice is 1d8 per level. 
Cool. I have been your right. Benjamin for Cody Jarring. You almost died. I'm sorry, Burn. Great. Go, uh, it's, no, Cody, it's <laughs> over again. Great job tonight, folks. <laughs> I am very excited to see Art next week. Maybe this, like, getting impaled. Maybe decapitating all these wolves and goblins and yeah. Great job, guys. Thank you so much for playing. As always, I'm your Dungeon Master, Cody Jahey. You guys can outro yourselves if you'd like. Zayden, live and let dice. Thank you, guys. Burn Dawnbringer. <laughs> that was oh. good stuff. <laughs>